This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 575 for the week of Sunday, June 23rd, 2019. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. And on today's episode of the One Piece Podcast, we have the official translator for One Piece in Shonen Jump and Manga Plus. Very special guest. He's back. He's Stephen Paul. How's it going, Stephen? Hey, going all right. Nice. Nice to... I, it's the first time we've been on the same podcast in like a month, so it's, it's really uh, nice yeah, to talk to you again. At yeah. least. How's, how's, uh, how's life and everything? Pretty good. I saw Paul McCartney in concert last night. That was... Oh, really? Ooh. I saw you post picture there, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Different in a good way. Uh, yeah, I guess. Different than not seeing him in yeah, person? Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Um, we also have Anime News Network uh, writer-reviewer. He does JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, Golden Wind, um, also yes. One Piece, and Black Clover. That's still going, right? Perfect. I yes, think. you got yeah. it. That's all of them? Uh, it's all the ones I'm doing right now. Oh, okay, perfect. And he's also our anime recap host. We have Sam Leach with us. How's it going, Sam? It's going good. Recently got my bike fixed, so that's been fun. So now he could just bike away from the show when he's I can, like it. Well, if I we can know explore anything, nature. If we know anything about Sam, he likes to ride his bicycle. He likes to ride his bike. Uh, <laughs> we also have from uh, the Ass Backwards anime podcast as well as the Gintama podcast, which is not ending. Uh, we have Doctor. How's it going? It's been a really long time. Yeah, so long that the Gintama manga actually did end like uh, early this week. It's amazing. Yeah, that's shocking. I did <laughs> not see that coming. No, it's not... the end of the world as we know it. Is, yeah, is baby. Steve just quoting lyrics from random <laughs> songs at this point? No, it's something else. It's something that it's it's the long con. That's what it was. You gotta, oh, you, yes. got, you gotta go back and listen to episode 500 because that is long term storytelling. Am I right? Yep. <laughs> WWE, take notes. <laughs> uh, Steve and Doc also do a uh, wrestling podcast, Tune Sweet. Wrestling entrance music, correct? Yes. That's, that's right. Yeah. New, ep- new yeah. episode coming very soon. Uh, yes, that, I do that as well, among <laughs> other things. I'm too busy, clearly. I mean, I could have told you that uh, 10 years ago or something. But, Probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it, it took me two years to finally catch up with the One Piece manga. So here I am. Yeah. And Doc was one of our like very first guests on our show. This is I think in like, honor of 10 years of the podcast, we're bringing back someone from like single digit podcast episodes. <laughs> was it that long? I no. think it, it yeah. was definitely in the first couple of months. I mean, I can oh. tell you in a couple minutes if you want. But yeah, no, I think you were on in like episode four or six or something like that i remember i was a cast of 20 back then Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah that we try not to remember any of those uh despite the fact that i'm reposting them but i'm still you are i don't know how you're able to do that by not listening to them zach doesn't listen to them oh that's why yeah (laughs) no no i i i I listened to a little of them and i cringe really bad and then i accidentally pressed the send button um, I need to find. I need to find that line from. And granted, this is like from four years into the show where we were talking about that terrible film Zed filler, and um, and that's Zach's, way into the show. And, yeah, and, and yeah, I know exactly. But I quote Zach. We were, we were still doing watch along anime recaps at the time, so I quote oh, Zach God. as saying, um, um, "Luffy needs boobs. Where are Luffy's boobs? <laughs> 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 when his body is somehow being occupied by a giantess who has shrunk herself and." It, entered his body we're not told where she enters his body but uh yeah don't watch that film zed filler uh, pirates of the, the pirates of the dark water filler 
Anyway, um, if you've made it this far through the podcast, congratulations. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, chapter 946 uh, this week, uh, Queen versus Olin. And we're also going to be doing a lot of anime recap. Um, it's about the length of a regular Sam. anime recap. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> a little um, longer. Which episodes are we doing? 881 through 890. Okay, so that's... Which is wait, 881 10 through... Jesus Christ. Yeah, wow, there's... Uh, as okay. I say, there's like four episodes of content there. Wow, so the Reverie, the Reverie arc in the anime is actually a pretty sizable arc compared to at least some of the earlier ones. Um, that's pretty nuts. Um... And before we get into all that, plus some peace together, I want to make some announcements that we also made on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Podcast and on uh, our Twitter account. Uh, so over the next month and a half, we're going to be having cool, different special guests on uh, every single week. Uh, Doc is, our, is kicking it off for us. Um, we also, next week, uh, are finally having Grant on, and we're going to be uh, to continue celebrating our 10th anniversary which we're going to be doing for the next 10 years uh grant's going to be on to talk about the very first chapter that we did on the show um and we're going to do it well this time um and that's going to be for chapter 544 we're going to so we're going to be in the middle of impel down what's up pretty sure that's uh it's gonna be the third time we're going to be doing this chapter at least yeah we've done it a couple times but it's a good chapter and it, more importantly, we're going to be talking about Grant's journey getting this far and his thoughts on Impel Down, certainly, um, will we'll probably be discussed at length. Um, and we're also, of course, doing our normal manga recap next week as well. But Grant is not up to Chapter 947 yet, uh, but he'll be back with us in 2028 to go through that with us then. Um, the following week, we're going to have Shannon Strucci returning. The week after that, we're going to have uh, Dan Dockery uh, on from uh, Crunchyroll and Cracked. Uh, Roger's Bass joining us the week after that. And Brian Newton, finally, after a long hiatus for him, joining us that uh, July 28th. Uh, so My birthday. Of, yeah, it's a it's Ed's birthday podcast. And for his birthday, he gets Brian Newton. Um, That's pretty great, actually. Yeah, and look, definitely do worse. Um, so... We also want to announce that starting in July, uh, we don't know the schedule for this podcast yet, but we're going to be doing our 20 Minutes of Bullshit reboot with the entire One Piece crew, and we're tentatively calling it Crewing Around for lack of a better title. Uh, Jill came up with that title, and she did a good job, and I, we're probably not changing it. Um, so you can check that <laughs> out. All she it's needs to do is host her own podcast episode. Yeah, which she's way expired uh, on at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a Patreon-exclusive podcast for those $5 and up. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, her, yeah, her time to host an episode is, like, is expired, has been expired for so long, I'm surprised there's not a segment of Alex and I eating it. <laughs> uh, uh, subscribe yeah, to I, us on Patreon. Yeah, so I was going to say, if you want to see... Um, Steve and Alex eating food, uh, one piece food and regular food. Um, you can check that all out on our Patreon page. Uh, we also have been posting videos and photos from our trip to Japan. Uh, we posted this week, um, over 280 photos of us eating steak in Takayama. 
Uh, we posted over 150 photos of us being lifted up by Japanese businessmen who were drunk in Osaka. And 430 photos of my ass being bitten by a deer in Nara. <laughs> so you can check all that out. Uh, on our Patreon page, Patreon again, patreon.com slash one piece podcast. Why aren't you there right now? Um, the last and final thing about our Patreon page um, is that we are around $150 away from strapping Steve and Alex into a chair and forcing them to watch the One Piece for Kids dub episode by episode. Um, it's going to be terrible, but only if we get to the required amount on Patreon. So. If you want to torture Steve and Alex, that's that's all you have to do. Just give us give us a dollar. Um, anyway, with that out of the way, Steve, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, let's keep it to three episode batches. I think that's that, that makes good podcasting. Episode by episode, uh, we're gonna get into the manga right now. You guys ready? All right, let's do it. This is the manga recap for chapter 946, Queen versus Olin, the fight of the queens. It's also <laughs> what it would be called. Um, you could read this chapter and every chapter as soon as it comes out in Japan at shonenjump.viz.com or on Manga Plus, which I believe is mangaplus.shueisha.co.jp. Um, That's right. Oh, nice. I did that off the top of my head. Uh, Ed, what's going on in the front here? This week is a request for Kinemon and Otsuru on a nighttime date by Foxfirelight by Honey Liquor. And that's gross. Did, did you have to say it like that? <laughs> um, yes, because it's gross. This is a super wholesome uh, front page from someone with that name. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Look at the look in his eyes. He's crazed. Look at him. <laughs> He's working on his night moves. <laughs> and uh, further, know, further highlights. you talking about there. Also, <laughs> the fact that she comes. animals. She's up to his belly button. Oh, jeez. Oh, He's so height. freaking tall. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's also a tanuki and uh, some cherry blossom looking things. This is adorable. It is. it is. This is probably the most adorable of the front page ones I've, I've seen in some time, at least. In, in, in two weeks. <laughs> and as long as I can remember, which is two weeks. I have no I I literally, if you put me if you put a gun to my head i could not tell you what last week's front page was oh god I mean, could I? there wasn't one i mean oh. i should say the week before that but that's why it was just, yeah it was a stampede yeah. poster oh that's right. you see i wouldn't i wouldn't have been able to do that i have it'd be dead now i'd be dead <laughs> right now um okay we could probably get started unless there's anything you guys want to mention about honey liquor mm. i'm <laughs> good <laughs> and uh ed would you honey lick the first page no but i will describe it in an erudite fashion in mr queen ah! <laughs> how how erudite <laughs> i don't know how else do you want me to describe that look at the, the one guy who's biting on his lower lip he's not even shouting the third the yeah. second from the left <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the one like who's going oh fuck <laughs> Yeah, and, it's uh, like if you read through it, they're all saying, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, Shiroko. And Chopper's freaking out. Like, Olin, no. 
and Robin just holds her her, uh, her hands up to her um her like her bandit hood. Robin? Yeah. <laughs> or not Robin, fuck. There Oki- we go. Oki- Okiku. <laughs> Everyone is Robin. <laughs> you can't see the you can't see the extra line in her nose from here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the wiki open. I don't. I, I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> and um, old man Hyo says, "Who is that old woman?" And he says, oh, she's "Not not just some old lady. I'll tell you." Um, and so she's got him like, like she's wrapping his head up, basically getting him in a in a, in a, in a front you know front face lock and starts and. Uh, she, as she starts, he's like, you hag, you have any idea who I, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and she starts spinning him in a circle and she says, give me your shiriko, you big dumb lizard. Hey, hey, as a translatosaurus, that is very <laughs> offensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, and they, get, they all just run. It's <laughs> I, I love the sound love of that. I love her too. swinging him around like, like that. Yeah, the sound yeah, like it's like, yeah, it's like, obviously. And she's like overturning carts and destroying shit. It's like a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a dinocopter. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Steve. She's, she certainly is the queen of swing. Uh, <sighs> the Colossus of Clout. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the next page. She's still in mid-swing. Uh, Queen lets out a big yell, and uh, Luffy just grabs uh, Old Man Hio. He's like, get down, Gramps, uh, before they just get <laughs> taken out by this giant uh, Brachiosaurus. And, you know, the, the irresistible force meets the immovable object, except the immovable object gets moved across <laughs> uh, across the labor camp, right into a wall. Yabba dabba do, the work day is over. <laughs> uh yeah uh I'll, I'll go by her uh her kayfabe name olin uh throws uh queen it's right into the wall and everyone's running away uh by the neck mm-hmm. by the <laughs> with a broken freaking neck um as god is my witness she's broken in half how you learn how to <laughs> get thrown by a big mom um so we, we kind of cut out to the uh uh, to the outskirts of the uh, prison camp and just get a sadoom. Uh, I think maybe it's just supposed to, is this supposed to be kind of like an echo you'd think Steven? Yeah. Just, yeah. The entire it's, it's facility the, is taking a face bolt. It's, it's oh, rumbling. Yeah. yeah. With the so, uh, impact. I thought it was just stylized, but uh, we get more of uh, these, uh, these, uh, are they pleasure? What are these guys again? Pleasures. They're shockers. Shockers. <laughs> I mean, Baba Nuki's a gifter. You know that. Okay. But they're like, Udon's in trouble. Uh, and then we also see that Kid and Killer are freed. Uh, I don't know how. But, it was, uh, so you could see where Queen oh, yeah, got you could see thrown. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he got like thrown into the thing where Killer and Queen. The pulley. Uh, mm-hmm. Killer and Kid were. Yeah. Mm. And blah, as this kid just vomits up a bunch of water. And uh, meanwhile, you know, the killer's just like, <coughs> blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're free now, so they won't be drowning anytime soon. So, Garlic Jr. is free. Um, we go to the what? next page. What? What? <laughs> um, we go to the next page, and uh, Luffy stares on and says, oh, good, they're out now. Uh, hey, hey, guys, you alive? Um, 
talking to Kid and Killer there. And we see uh, Queen's giant neck just taking up the background there as uh, Master Queen. Uh, you get an up there. Um, and then he starts reverting back into his humanoid form and uh, the, the shocker. Look at his snout. Over. Look at his cute little snout. Cute is a really, really incorrect word. Um, and, oh, come uh, on. The, the schmucks there note that, oh, she knocked out a guy worth 1.3 billion berries in just two hits. Um, they realize, ah, yeah, that is the real big mom. She's on another level entirely. And, and realizing they got to, someone should probably tell Kaido about this. Uh, meanwhile, they say, hey, did you notice, you know, that over there? And we noticed that the thing over there is that a cell has been broken open by the impact of queen onto the onto the stone rock face whatever you want to call it there um and it's the never opening cell and it's open that's got to be good um and everyone is looking over some people are happy because they're pleasures other people are shocked because they're shockers and one guy has a bear suit on um and they're saying i have no idea what's in there but it's gotta be chained up and you know what probably can't escape and you know it's probably dead so let's not worry or talk about that. Um, they cracked the case. <laughs> they, we we did it. Nothing nothing else we have to do there. Uh, meanwhile, Baba Nuki. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. I can't remember. Is this supposed to be Kawamatsu cell, yes. or, is, yeah, or is there I, another? I'm no, that's that's Kawamatsu. Kawamatsu. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mm. very very strongly hinting it's Kawamatsu's. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Babanuki walks in, and the Scorpion King, whose name I forget, uh, says, <laughs> uh, "Dwayne Johnson." I think it's just Daifugo. They say it in the next um, word bubble. Oh, sh- yeah. sh- shut up, Ed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they say, uh, so Daifugo says, uh, should we shoot that thing, Babanuki? And Babanuki says, don't antagonize her, Daifugo. What an idiot. Um, what are, I added that. What are Kaido's orders? Um, and... Meanwhile, they can't get Kaido's orders because, as the schmucks explain and hold up, uh, stupidly, uh, they say, Chief Warden, our smails aren't getting any signal. Nobody's <laughs> able to reach Onigashima. <laughs> Your smails aren't working. Shocked. <laughs> oh, dear. You'll get nothing and like it. It's a mail mail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Stephen, please. This is the problem with modern technology. Um, everyone's over-reliant. Uh, so we go to the officer's tower of the excavation labor camp, and Rizo is in top form. You can tell because he's going nin, 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 as he rushes through the corridors. And he's like, wow, this is a lot easier to do when they're all distracted by something, whatever that is. Um, so he doesn't know what's going on out there. He just knows that this is his time to shine. Uh, he says that caribou is a useful fellow, and we get a mini flashback uh, setting up this uh, current situation with the um, non-working snails. He says, the thing that makes the enemy so troublesome is they're relaying, you know, the this way, that way, they went that away business. But you see, the smart snails they use in Wano have one weakness. They have poor mental signals. So every snail's signal has to be sent to the boss snail that exists in each area. And it gets sent back out from there. And we have this um, 
a little diagram. How are they smart, sma- are they smart snails if they have weak say. mental signals? I, I would also uh, add, I mean, I think they're smart snails because they look like smartphones. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the funny thing is, unlike smartphones and the internet in general, uh, we're going back to like the original systems of communications where you have to have an operator, except in this mm-hmm. case, it's a really derpy looking Slurms McKenzie snail. Oh, yeah. Um, it's Fonzie. It looks yeah. like Fonzie. Yeah, he's just having a good time, man. Hey, how you doing, baby? What's going on? (laughs) You know, the thing I love about smart snails, uh, they all stay the same size, even though I get... Oh, God. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. No one likes the boss snail. He's a dick. Anyway, please, Stephen. All right. So, um, he Caribou... does look like Matthew McConaughey, though. That's all I was trying to say. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think we got <laughs> I was it. Like, no, okay. Uh, so, it took me a bit. Caribou continues. Um, he's like, he's quizzing Rizo now. It's like, my question is if little old me gobbles up the boss snail for Udon here, then what happens? And Rizo's like, uh, all the messages won't go through. And he's like, ding, 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 we have a winner. And I haven't been stuck in here for nothing, see? I know where that boss snail is. Let me do my thing, and the signals will go down. Then you do your thing and steal all the keys. So oh God, that's Caribou's what's happening. such a dick. <laughs> Caribou has, uh, has stolen the, uh, the relay center for all of their snails. So they're basically isolated. And, uh, and Rizo is now taking advantage of that. And we see down the corridor that some of the guards are like knocked out. Someone, someone's knocked out, and another one's going, "What happened? Hey, come in, come in! I'm in, you know, building B." Uh, and nothing's, nothing is working. We see Raizo is hiding around the corner, and he's thinking, "Just a little bit longer, Kawamatsu, and then I'll set you free." Um, which, uh, you know, the usual Raizo dramatic irony, which is that Kawamatsu is, by all accounts, apparently already free. You know, or or smushed, you know, or smushed, yeah. <laughs> Either way, smushed kappa. Uh, where are we, Sam? All right, we turn the page, and Big Mom is shouting, "I found it, the Oshudical!" And she's hugging the big, uh, the big pot that says Queen on it because it's reserved oh. for Queen. The one time <laughs> Alex couldn't be on to do is Winnie the Pooh is when there's a giant jug <laughs> of something. I don't know. They could they could say queso. <laughs> oh, that would be it's like so when much someone better. steals your lunch, even though it's got your fucking name on the thing in the fridge. And... By, by the way, having had both queso and Oshiruko, queso is significantly better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, right, Ed and Steve. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I I think I'd rather have uh, yeah a nice little helping of queso and some some chips. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, Sam, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, her, her eyes are hearts. She's saying, ah, oh, what a sweet, rich smell. There's so much of it. It was worth the long trip to get here. And then uh, Queen's grunts are, are thinking to themselves, oh, no, but it's empty inside. What will happen <laughs> when she finds out? Who will she be angry at? She might just slaughter all of us. And she opens the pot. Or she's, her tongue is out. She's ready to eat. She's, her, 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 her eyes are still hearts. Uh, it's empty. And then we on the next page. <laughs> this is a this is quite the face. Um, I love this so much. <laughs> this is fantastic. Like you, you can just like hear the soundtrack just like cutting out. Like 
Yeah. Or or the record <laughs> record scratch. You might wonder how I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> the the background is completely painted black. Her eyes are black. Just the it's just it's just crushing it's a, disappointment. A Mick Jagger special. Uh, everyone's running away. Evacuate. Abandon post. Save yourselves. We're facing an unpredictable disaster. And then <laughs> Luffy just hands on his hips. Oh yeah, I totally get why she said. I wish I could eat that stuff again too. That Oshiroko sure was tasty. And uh, <laughs> and Hio is just like straw it, Phil. Please don't. And Luffy's just like what? <laughs> Uh, this is some good comedic timing here. Yeah. So obviously, Big Mom hears that and is like, oh, it was you. And <laughs> Luffy is just like, what's everyone looking at? It, I'm, I'm, what's happening? And obviously, he was like, because you, you said you had some. And poor Chopper is like, I just got here. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of all this trouble, of course, he decided to. Uh, Say the quiet pod loud and loud pod quiet. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which Luffy is like, what? Oh, I said that. Oh, my bad. I was just thinking about it, but it was really good. It's, it's like, stop saying the thing. <laughs> he was like screaming. I'm just, you just, you kept saying it. And obviously Big Mom just went after him. Starts punching the ground. I can't believe you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was- I was just sharing with Grant recently about how Luffy uh, d- never has like thought bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about that with Greg way back. How uh, Oda will never give him, you know, thoughts because he doesn't have that. You know, he no says internal monologue anyway. Yeah, and yeah. here we go. Yeah, L- it was literally like, coming to hurt him. <laughs> well, too bad for him. So Luffy is just trying to be like, "Oh, Big Mom, hold on, hold up!" But like we we fall from the spot. We're actually both going to die. We have these. Blades in the in uh, these collars that will cut off our heads, and apparently Big Mom doesn't know who this Big Mom is. So obviously she still um, have a bit of that amnesia, uh, and obviously she is like, "Well, why did you eat uh, my Yoshi, uh, Oshiroko?" Uh, and <laughs> it's like, "How?" And I think was it uh, Luffy is like, "Oh, oh I, I guess she doesn't recognize me through my samurai disguise." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the disguise. Yeah, that's it. That's. Like, does he think he's Clark Kent or something? Like the moment you put like a little thing on there on your head. What a great joke! That yeah, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite One Piece joke in a long time. I laughed out loud at that one. That was really uh, cool. Looks like um, Hyo is dabbing too. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who Big Mom is, but I, I but I'm all I'm well aware of kids and their memes. <laughs> oh yeah, Sam. I see it. <laughs> and we turn the page. Uh, Hyo is saying, oh, this is really bad. And Big Mom is closing in on them. Uh, Luffy's collar is beeping. Beep, beep. Uh, it's bad news. One more push and we're done for. We can't back down a single step. And uh, we got one of uh, Queen's goons saying, uh, take them, Big Mom. Leave us alone. And Big Mom <laughs> just like, just chucks a boulder at him. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love her so much. It feels like a wrestling. I not having not watched any wrestling. You tell me if if that wrestlers don't have good have have comedic timing like this. No. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Big. It seems like Big Mom is just giving stunners to everybody. <laughs> well, goddamn, son! I've been wanting that Oshi for the whole time. She's like gritting her teeth. Everyone in that poor village was so nice to me. I wanted to take back all the Oshiraku for them. 
and then she's remembering the the kid, the people there who like did her hair up. Oh, you look so great, Olin. Chopper, <laughs> Chopper, and, and Kiku are just like, ah. I wanted everyone to have Oshiroko. And there's like she was trying to be nice. Uh, why did you eat it all, boy? And she's punching at Luffy again. Stop it! Uh, the collars are beeping, beep beep, uh, beep 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 beep, and. Uh, that's it. There's no saving me. Hio thinks to himself. Luffy is reaching out. He's got is is he kind of tearing up? He's like, no, Gramps, I'm not letting you die. Come off. He's just like demanding the collars come off with uh, with willpower. Come off, come off. And then he like crushes the collar in his hand. It looks like it's bending. Like it doesn't look like it's made of rock. It looks like malleable. Yeah. 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 Um. um Stephen. I- yeah. I think my my favorite part about this little like uh you know big mom sort of revealing her thought process is that like it's it's an altruistic goal but you also cannot say with any certainty if she would actually succeed at like saving right. any for them. Yeah, she uh, would have just eaten it all. Right, right. Um it's a it's a great little note there. Um but uh then we see on the last set of pages that the collar is um, actually it's two collars. It's kind of hard to tell, um, but they're coming from both sides of the panel. And uh, then we they fly off and then explode um, as uh, we see Luffy and Hyo falling, and Luffy's kind of in this spinning motion of just hurtling these things out of the way much like you know tossing the time bomb out the window of the you know helicopter or whatever right before it explodes and they fall to the ground um luffy kind of awkwardly and the um uh the gifters are shocked uh and even luffy can't believe what happened Uh, he's like i got the collars off wow what wait what did i do Woohoo! you know he's celebrating um, he's doing like a classic, you know, Luffy, a big smile and Hyo can't believe it. He's like, he, he recognizes that Luffy did something, but he doesn't actually say what it is. Um, if it has a name and a uh, big mom is looming over them, uh, with the, uh, you know, the, the scary story, uh, flashlight under the face effect. Um, and did you dodge me again? And uh, Luffy's like telling him, you know, they got to scram now since they can finally escape. Uh, but Hyo is standing his ground and he's like, you know, quickly, don't don't forget what, what you just did. You know, pr- remember that feeling and protect me. And Luffy's like, what are you talking about? We got to run. Uh, and Hyo explains in the, it is in the midst of danger that power truly blossoms. Uh, and Luffy, you know, just kind of an instinct, just like jumps right in front of him to get in between Hyo and a uh, big mom who's got her fist, uh, you know, ramming speed. She's, she's getting ready to punch them. And, uh, Luffy's like, are you crazy? This is training. If I mess up, you're going to die. And Hyo is like, I know that. And so, you know, Luffy's, he's quick on the, on the draw. He, uh, he gets himself ready. His hands have the, uh, armament hockey uh, and he's like, then come emperor of the sea. And he's got the, um, the snort, uh, you know, visual effect, uh, getting ready for big mom's punch. Cool. Is that like the, the pose yeah. that the, that the admirals did like the hand sticking at the Macarena? Oh, yeah, the, the Macarena pose. It is. Oh, this is a little more like a sumo pose. But yeah. So. Yeah. I think yeah. he's doing a sumo thing because he's also like on a sumo mat. If you recall, um, 
doing a what, yeah. what did they call it? It was something sumo. Anyway. Oh, uh, sumo inferno. Sumo inferno. <laughs> yes. Super duper um, sumos. Starring oh Nicholas God, Sam, King. come on. <laughs> um. So let's go around the horn. Opinions on the chapter. Well, Doc, I want to start with you, but I know you also just recently caught up. You had been behind for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? And then we'll talk about uh, your thoughts on the chapter. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think if you were following uh, what I've been doing on my Patreon, which is on patreon.com slash SSAA network, short plug, um, I've been going back and going through. I had like a giant backlog of like the Jump magazine and up until like 2017. So I was like, well, why don't I chart this and actually do a show and covering everything? So that included basically, uh, man, that, that was as far as whole, yeah, whole Cake Island and pretty much the majority of it. I think it started around uh, Sanji's backstory, more or less. I, either way, going through all of that, it's like, it was really nice because going through that arc and realizing, hey, this is like, yeah, this is this. Um, it's kind of getting the magic that I that I that I in some ways lost to some degree with the series. Um, I mean, my opinions are very different from probably the people here, obviously, but uh, it depends on what we're talking about. But I will say, like Wano has been fantastic since the beginning. I feel like uh, this has been like the the most excited I've been since uh, the since the time skip. Honestly, oh, wow. um, yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, the, the chapter. The chapter itself, uh, fun. I, I think it's uh, it's like uh, it, uh, the we didn't really get like a lot of um, uh, I guess Luffy with Big Mom, but like one I guess a chance encounter if you want to call it that from from the last arc, and now we got a little bit of like a bit of more of a one on one, and now Luffy seems to be powering up here. It's fun. I, I, again, I I I've, I cannot stress that little samurai disguise thing really tickled me. Uh, um, a little comment earlier, but. Yeah, this is a solid chapter, at least. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, Sam. Yeah, I enjoyed this chapter. I I still love Big Mom so much, and I, there's just there's just so much good uh, Big Mom content in this up in this chapter. Uh, just from her, just just smashing Queen back and forth, and uh, I really I really hope we commit like whole hog to the sumo thing next week. Uh, like I hope, I hope par- part of the training is like trying to stay in the, in the, in the ring, so to speak. Well, it's kind of um, gone now without the, the I was, uh, was going to say there's not much on. there. Yeah, but they yeah. could, they, they could, they could make up that rule on the spot as like a part of the training <laughs> or, or because, or because like Luffy just remembers doing the sumo a little bit earlier. Cause that would be a great payoff for like the, the earlier sumo where, Luffy was beating some scrub, and now he's like applying the, the that same logic to uh, Uroshima uh, is the sumo champion. He's the Yokozuna, <laughs> not some scrub. <laughs> oh, he's from Samoa. Uh, that's always funny though, too. Oh, and and Hyo is Hyo is badass. Like at the on this last spread here, where he's he's got his arms crossed and he's 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 putting he's putting his life completely in Luffy's hands. Like he totally uh, he totally sees what Luffy's capable of. Uh, there's not a whole lot to comment on. I just think that I, I, it's just, I, I, am having a lot of fun. Uh, this is, this is like everything I could have hoped, uh, big mom in Udon, uh, was going to be. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Sam. No, that's it. Okay. Steven. <laughs> yeah. I would say that, um, 
this is definitely an example of when a uh, the the benefits of having a chapter that is entirely set in one scene um, rather than having a bunch of sort of simultaneous story mm-hmm. points uh, yes. bouncing around because uh, it gives him a lot more time to to set up like these action scenes and to be able to take you know two page spreads and uh, use them for. Um, just sort of kinetic action like these. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen a chapter that opens with two consecutive double page spreads. Um, it's just kind of not the way that he constructs his like weekly stories. So um, that was, uh, I think, used to uh, to great effect. Um, I'm still not really sure. Like, how, I mean, I guess it's not really that it's not that complicated or anything, but I, you know, I'm I'm still not really sure exactly where all of the uh, sort of Luffy training stuff is going to end up. If it's something that's going to feel like it, like it fits comfortably within everything that we've seen other characters do in the series. Um, But, you know, it is, I think it is appropriate that Luffy needs to learn like new tricks to be able to take on, uh, you know, four emperor level characters. So, um, uh, it's it's an inevitable part of um, the, uh, the progress of the uh, the series. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing else much to say. Uh, I guess another yet another week of a um, offhand mention of Kawamatsu without any uh, sign of him. So um, we'll we'll see. I guess he's get he's reaching like Jinbei levels of um, blue balls here. Um, <laughs> but uh, Hopefully, now that he is um, presumably loose, uh, we will see him soon. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I, I, I hope. Um, Steve. Um. Yeah. Fun chapter. Uh, hijinks. Uh, I really love seeing <laughs> Big Mom just come in and squash one of these. Uh, uh, sorry. What? 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 Headliner. What, what's the name? Headliner. No, okay. Is it the one no. above that? Oh, lead performer. Lead performer. performer. Yeah, that's the stable. Um, That's fun. Uh, It's uh, fun. It's 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 a big it's a big mom slamming a giant uh, brachiosaurus. I mean, slam bam. Thank you, mom. Uh, (laughs) Not British enough for that joke to work. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, the the gags are great. Like, of course, Luffy would eat all the food and then be like, Oh, you can't recognize me because of my awesome samurai disguise. When it's, he's, he's barely like, he's half dressed. He's not wearing a shirt. (laughs) Um, it's gotta be that, that prison collar. Uh, it's a staple in every samurai's, uh, top knot. Still got the top knot. Yep. It's always the top knot. (laughs) Which I'm realizing Uh, is not in this last page here. I forget if this was in the manga or this is just part of our discussion that this was the same technique that Rayleigh used to take the cuffs uh, or take the uh, the uh, the neck yeah. thing. I, uh, I mentioned it last week, and I know I know our friend Joe mentioned it on the podcast when she was on here. Okay, I don't think the manga did. The no, manga, I think the manga did. It. I think the manga mentioned something like Rayleigh, the thing that Rayleigh did, or something like okay. that. Okay, well, that 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 was talking about the invisible, just like pushing it without. Uh, right, but that's kind of what he did, except last time it was in fat. What I'm assuming, it's a big assumption. I'm assuming it is the same thing Rayleigh did, 
but in slow motion. Like we're actually seeing the process of what really did. Yeah. Um, as Luffy does it. I, I'm assuming basically Rayleigh did the same thing, but it was just so quick that you couldn't see him actually grabbing it, crushing it, and throwing it off. But yeah, anyway, Steve, go ahead. Uh and other than that, it's uh it's fun. We get to see uh Luffy and Mom go at it a little bit more because for the most part they really didn't confront each other. I don't think they really had no, like yeah. any like one on one scuffles. Because, uh, yeah, Luffy was already fighting Katakuri when she jumped aboard the Sunny. So uh yeah, this is good stuff. Um, Ed. It's one of the funnier chapters in a while. It's got great timing. Uh, the jokes all pretty much land, and Hyo gets to be a badass at the end of it. Um, see, the one that I wanted to... Um, like, and also, uh, Olin's a, a, you know, she's a, she's good. She's a good girl. Like, Big Mom is bad, but Olin is good. And she likes to give other people a Shiriko, even though, you know, as you said, might not have actually happened. Um, but she's got great comedic timing as the sort of innocent person... And like that, that face joke, that's like the funniest joke in One Piece in a while. And I echo what Steven says about, and I say this all the time, not skipping around all over the place allows for better short story, like storytelling. Like it's hard to keep dramatic continuity or momentum in a story across multiple weeks. So I appreciate when they focus on one situation over the course of a chapter or episode in the anime, although that hardly has happened. Um, yeah, um, the the comedy really lands here. Uh, even Caribou gets to be uh, gets to be pretty good. Like he's he's like he's scheming, but he's in a very sort of he's being helpful, but he's also being he's like he's still talking like a bad guy. Caribou is yeah. always good. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, yes, this is coming from the same guy who was like, "Oh yeah, Caesar, join the crew, you freaking <laughs> poison." I have kids. a type, all right. Yeah, you're uh, like shitty people. <laughs> Sam, I hope uh, you watch out in your relationships <laughs> because if, <laughs> if 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 your significant other is trying to poison you or um do any children, caribou would do. yeah, yeah, or, 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 yeah. Or, Sam, here's a tip: it, if you ever date someone that says, "Hey, want to try arsenic?" Get out. <laughs> <laughs> don't do what Donnie don't does. Well, they could have made this more. Um, you guys are very trusting people. I'm learning. <laughs> don't try acting um, like after the second date that's what i'm saying anyway that's what i got zach what do you got um yeah i loved this chapter it um i feel like it's been a really long time since we just had like a straight fun one piece chapter like this like the whole thing was super enjoyable um, that whole yasu thing happened <laughs> no no that was that was a good but like heartbreaking chapter um, this was just like a fun and exciting chapter the whole way through, which it's been a while. I feel like since we've gotten something mm-hmm. like this kinetic, um, as I think Steven put it, um, yeah, those first two spreads were just like fantastic. And it's great that we had all this build up to queen and all his little goons and big mom comes in there in two pages, throws him down and he is out. He's just yeah. out. That's it. Um, were they hired? Were they hired goons? Yes, yeah, hired goons. Um, <laughs> how many Simpsons references uh, can we make in one episode? Um, so, that's uh, uh, a rhetorical question, Steve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was that was really great. I love Olin. It's exactly as Ed put it. I'm going to be repeating a lot of what Ed said because I agree with just about everything he says. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I think Olin has just been such a cool addition to Wano. And it's kind of, it kind of just goes to show how when you're in the new world, uh, quote unquote, story arcs uh, start mattering a lot less because things start meshing and melding into other things. Um, because like, I think one of the things we were kind of annoyed about leaving Whole Cake Island was like, oh, we never got a one-on-one fight with Luffy and Big Mom. And then we get it like in the middle of Wano in this very odd way. Uh, with an am- amnesiac uh, Big Mom versus a training Luffy. Um, in a sumo match. In a sumo match. Like, who would have thought that was coming? Uh, not mm-hmm. me. It's um, a very, very roundabout way of getting what you want. Like, I know. I mean, yeah. You <laughs> could mean, be screaming, give me what I want, and like, here it is. <laughs> it's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And Shut up. <laughs> no, no, Zach, that's when you yeah. say thank you. Um, so yeah, Oda just said, Oda knows, uh, to trick the audience as much as possible. Um, and he's doing it right here. Um, yeah. And I, I, I love that we are focusing on one scene. I completely agree with Ed and Steven. Like, I think except for the stuff with Caribou, we were completely in one place for the entire chapter. Um, and it definitely helped the, the arc of the story. Uh, here and also I, I said this before every time Luffy has been in the Wano arc I am like full bore into what's happening um, because Luffy I think has been um, 100% awesome plus great Luffy this entire arc um, I think he's like been at um, my favorite type of Luffy I don't know quite how to describe it kind of aloof but um also determined, which I guess is always descriptive of Luffy, but I think more so recently, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, and and Hio is the last thing I'll say. Um, was pretty badass at the end, and now that we know he has blue hair or purple hair, I'm which blue got it blue. He has blue um, hair. It's like a blue flame. Yeah, it's it's super cool in color. I like that. Um, so that's that just added a little awesomeness for me. Um, Caribou's a real dick to Rizo, though, right? I mean, like, he's, he's really patronizing. Yeah, he's like super condescending. He's like, so Rizo, I know you don't understand how this works, but this is how th- it's like, okay. Is he being like Chris Tucker? Is that like, you guys hear the words coming out of my mouth? It's like, yeah, we all speak the same language in this series. He's <laughs> from a different country. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's, that's going to do it. Any final thoughts on the chapter? no okay uh yep. let's uh yeah let's let's get into the anime recap you ready sam ready ready this is the decouple anime recap for for episodes <laughs> it's really been that long 881 and 890 i'm your host sam and today with me we have as usual we have our good friend ed be fair, it's like four episodes of worth of content. Yeah, if even. Well, like this episode was like fifty percent new content. Like, but that's like the high end. Uh, I don't even know if I would if I would go that far. It felt like it. I mean, granted, with a lot of these episodes, just like Marco uh, and Cat Viper sitting on a log. Uh, are those the Sphinxes that he was healing? The Sphinxes who grow yeah, on the this island or, or on- whatever we're calling them. I forget if that was the Sphinx or the Manticore. Um, <laughs> I, I know that the one 
the one that the girl that Marco was healing for the girl, like the girl was calling it Tama, which is odd considering that there's a character coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so I watched all of these after I got back from Japan. Uh, pretty much everything since the last time we did a recap. Yeah. Because I just got so sick of um, the format. But at a certain point, like I, I, I liked the new content. And mm-hmm. also with some of these, I was wa- I was just watching the whole episode because, you know, a lot of this pre time skip stuff and even stuff like um, like Fishman Island was like ten years ago, right? No, it was so, like five or six, six, seven. It feels like it. Well, it was it was um, it was eight years ago in the manga. That's probably what I remember. 2011 in the manga. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. They're they're. I, I try not to take it too seriously because the things I think, like the things that I liked about the Reverie, like it didn't bring down any of the new content. But like, for people who've watched the entire series, and granted, that's probably not most of the people who watch this anime, so it may not be for me. And then this is probably like my reason for being dissatisfied. But it's, you know, I, I just like an adaptation of the manga. What's so? I mean, you don't have to be like the monster anime and just adapt it straight on one chapter per or like whatever. But you know, well, you know, they, they, blat- pretty blatantly they have to buy time for Wano and making yeah. sure they don't catch up with the anime and or catch yeah, up with the manga. True. I mean. I don't know. I'd prefer a filler arc that I could just ignore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's instead, just not how they do things. Instead, really. they cut it down the middle. Yeah. Uh, I watched, before we get started here, I watched Adventure of Nebulandia out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, of the three TV specials that they've released, uh, I think Episode of Sabo is probably the best one because mm-hmm. that's just manga material, mostly. Uh, even it, if it, it is Rose Rosa. It looks really good, too. It, it, I, mean, I watched that one when it streamed as well. Then I watched it uh, when the when the disc came out, mm-hmm. and it's um, yeah, that that's that, that was a fun one. That, I mean, obviously with all these TV specials, it's far too long, but like the animated material looks really good, especially like Sabo fighting and stuff like that. Um, I really like but Adventure uh, Luffy versus Chinjao. Yeah, I mean, first of all, with Adventure of Nebulandia, I do like the Foxy dub. I love the Foxy Pirates dub voices, so I was, uh, you know, really excited to watch that dub. And it's interesting with Ian Sinclair playing two significant roles in this, like equically equivalent roles. <laughs> he because he plays Hitomi Mizu, the flying yeah. dude, yeah, yeah. and also he, he's Brooke, obviously. So, and honestly, you don't, I don't, I don't think you notice it so much. But um, I, I was disappointed that Zoro was basically just, you know. It's like film gold. He's just in in encased. In, <laughs> he's he's captured, and even for more of the story than for uh, him and Sanji, get some interesting stuff at the beginning. But uh, yeah, the villain was not particularly interesting. Although Foxy and Luffy team up is that that was fun. It wasn't worth like that was like a hundred and five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, uh, but obviously support the dub. I, obviously, I did. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we can yes. get to the episode now. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna kind of machine gun our way through these. Uh, I've got much broader uh, notes just so we can get through them a little faster, rather sure. than going through every possible detail. Uh, our first episode in this list is eight eighty one. Going into action, the implacable new admiral of the fleet, Sakazuki, mm. and this uh, covers the introduction of new Marineford. Uh, we have. Uh, our first time hearing uh, Kizaru's new voice, who is 
who's being voiced by Ryotaro Okiyaku or Okiya Okiyao Okiyao Okay and he's replacing you know Uncho Ishizuka because obviously Did he he did he yeah. die? Yeah, he was also the okay. voice of uh, Joseph Jostar. Oh yeah, that's uh yeah, okay. Yeah, I definitely heard about that. Uh we one of the more notable scenes in this episode was Fujitora's like, oh, this isn't technically a Navy base, so I don't have to follow Sakazuki's <laughs> orders. Um, yeah. I, I wonder how, like, I mean, obviously it's it's a joke about how Fujitora is just being pedantic and just like stretching the, just being too literal with uh, with Fuji, mm-hmm. with uh, Sakazuki's orders, but it still feels like it translates weird into English. Like it, it's supposed to, it's supposed to at least like somewhat resemble like a, a quibble or a mm. or something oh it's uh he's just being he's just getting one over on him because he doesn't because he knows that he is powerful enough to sort of be able to get away with that it's just his that's his deal with sakazuki mm-hmm. you know like i think he's got like a superiority complex or at least he's got like his own um his own ideals that he's going for. So he doesn't necessarily respect the hierarchy of the Navy. I mean, but he respects Sakazuki's power to be sure physical and like institutional. But I, I think he like, he feels like he has enough, you know, carte blanche to be able to do the, these kind of things. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the rest of the, the episode is basically just an impel down recap. Um, clip show. Yep. Going up to the beginning of Marine Ford and ending with Luffy and the and his makeshift crew of like Ivan Cobb and Crocodile and all them falling out of the sky. That's it's interesting. We actually got like the second half of that this week. <laughs> well, they kind of they kind of repeated a few Marine Ford stuff here because in 882, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like almost all Marine Ford. Uh, 882, the Paramount War, the inherited will of the King of the Pirates. And so we get the rest of the Marine Ford flashback or recaps. Uh, this goes into the kings and queens arriving in the red port uh, with all the the bondolas and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really give. Did they give the uh, the kings and queens with the funny names like Oda boxes? They did. Okay. Oh, I don't know if they I, got Oda boxes, but they got like. They did get introduced. So I don't the, know if they the, got the red like carpet the, got rolled out for them, and they went through all their names like. Uh, King Beer the Sixth and Queen okay, Morlone and King Taco right. and King Hamburger. Uh, wasn't it? Was it? Is Hamburger two words? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First name Ham, last name Burger. Well, in One Piece rules, it would be like family <laughs> name Ham. Right, right. Given name Burger. Mm, Burger Ham Lincoln. <laughs> so the the Ryugu Kingdom is being chaperoned by Garp, and that's cute. And then this episode, so they shifted some scenes around. Uh, Fujitora and Rikugu's, Ryu, Ryu, ah, I'm sorry, Ryukogu's, uh meeting is a, like a little bit later in the manga that they bumped up as the the stinger for this episode, and they're talking about like Vegapunk and uh, Ryukogu's three year fast. Uh, was mm-hmm. it three years or two years? I'm not, three I don't remember. Right. I don't remember it, <laughs> probably. But uh, yeah, he's obviously still hanging out in the shadows. Uh, episode eight eighty three, one step forward for her dream. Shirahoshi goes out in the sun, and that begins with uh, everyone, the crowd of people in uh, Marishoa, being amazed by Shirahoshi. Uh, King Steli arrives. He's a total doofus. 
Uh, that leads us into the the Ace Sabo Luffy recap. Just basically recapping that entire flashback. Um, I wonder if they just. I wonder if they took this from the episode or from like the episode of Sabo. This looks like it's from the the TV run. Yeah, it makes sense. It's yeah, probably... I, don't, I don't think they ever take stuff from the TV specials like that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so that's that's our connection to Steli. He's he's the new king of Goa. Uh, we're reminded who he is by by retelling the the Sabo flashback. We see his uh, we see his fiance in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sally isn't Tonnet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Shirahoshi in the Bondula being amazed by the sun and the horizon and how beautiful it is. A little scene with like Koala and Betty talking about what the revolutionary wants to do. And uh, the last scene is Sabo in the suit of armor hanging out behind Steli and Steli being none the wiser. Yep. He's a doofus. Episode 884 is I Miss Him, Vivi and Rebecca's Sentiments. So we have a little tour through the Holy Land of Mary Joa. There's the scene with the automated walkways that look like it's just a basic modern convenience on the front, but uh, the the fish people they've got a hunch that something's up, and the camera kind of like pans down, and we see that it's being operated by slave labor. Yeah, it's uh that was um that was a scene from The Simpsons, I think, with the the dessert tray, the the, <laughs> the like the rotating dessert things. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is support for much worse duty. I remember that. Uh, we have Shirahoshi dodging the marriage proposals. She's just too, too honest. She's pulling out the, um, the same, the, the year, just not my type that she pulled on Vanderdecken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Vivi meeting Rebecca and Leo and Vivi is, is calling Leo cute. The rest of the episode is mostly this, uh, Alabaster recap. This one, like the, the Luffy stuff from, from like, just as the reverie was starting. Uh, they reanimated this part. This looks like pretty good generally overall. The 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 reanimated. I was thinking that the, the like when Luffy and Vivi get into a fight, that was really well done. Yeah, that's, I remember that's, that part. That's where it starts. It starts with Luffy and Vivi getting into a fight, and it goes all the way to the end of like le- the the X's on the arms and right. raising your hands. And well, thank God they didn't take it from movie eight. Um, <laughs> I mean, that movie doesn't look bad. Mm, I don't know. There's parts of it that look weird to me. I mean, it looks. It's got a style, but. It's not a style that I like. It's like this weird, like all the characters look scrawnier and more angular and kind of lacking definition sometimes. Uh, the final scene of the episode is Shirahoshi overhearing Rebecca and Vivi talking about, and she's excited to talk about Luffy. Uh, episode 885, in the dark <laughs> recesses of the Holy Land. That, uh, all the princesses are excited to talk about Luffy, especially Dalton. Yeah. Well, Dalton's coming up in the next episode. Okay. Uh, 885 in the dark recesses of the Holy Land, a mysterious giant straw hat. Just in case you wanted to know what is in this episode. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that's the last scene. <laughs> is that all that's like new in this episode? Uh, well, you have Wapple showing up and being. A oh, jerk. God. Yeah. Uh, Dalton and Sai are around. There's a Drum Island recap. Again, it's reanimated. Looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a. Occasionally, they, they cut back to the sunny and they're like hanging out on the deck and reading the newspaper and stuff. This one, there's a little scene where Chopper is uh, cleaning up a wound that Carrot got when she was like helping Sanji cook and she cut herself. Yeah. That's so. like, that's great. More of that. Not like, oh, you don't need to do all these recaps. Like you get one scene of that per week and that'd be great. Just make up stuff that the Straw Hats do on the ship. 
Uh, they they tried sort of. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it's it's like uh, you know, these are these are characters everyone loves. It's not hard to put them into charming situations, yeah. but well, maybe it is. I don't uh, know. We get a very quick kind of adaptation of the Grand Fleet cover story, uh, which was welcome. Yeah, I mean, like, didn't really get the jokes of the Orlumbus story down, yeah. but that only worked because it that, that only worked because it took six weeks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, there's a little scene of Doflamingo at the bottom of Impel Down. Sounds like there might be assassins after him, and he's being uh, all smiley and mysterious about that. And then the last scene of the, of the episode is the mysterious silhouette person with the big tall crown uh, observing the giant straw hat that the government has in a fridge in their basement. Weren't they carrying, uh, they were carrying wanted posters. Yeah. We see he, he, the, the figure, the mysterious figure is like holding up Luffy's wanted poster for comparison. Mm -hmm. Uh, episode eight eighty six, the Holy land in tumult targeted princess Chirahoshi. Uh, there's a little, they kind of go in and out between like Fishman Island recap. It's mostly Ennis lobby recap this week. Right. Um, but there's a little bit of Fishman Island too because it's relevant. I, I kind of wish that they gave a dedicated Fishman Island one because uh, I like. Well, yeah, I mean the Fishmen are very prominent in this uh, in the Reverie. Like yeah. that's kind of the it's kind of like one of the most important like. It's kind of their arc. Like yeah. this is the uh, you know the end result. This is what of they've been the, working towards. Yeah, this is what Otohime wanted. Uh, so we have the scene of Steli being explained, uh, having a man explain the empty throne to him. And he's and not, very not getting it. Yeah, he's, he doesn't get it. He's just like, I want to go to there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit on that thing. <laughs> uh, Charlos has returned and he's attacking Shirohoshi because he can't not have mermaid slaves. What's his father's name? Remember? Oh, uh, no, I don't. I, I do not. Not Jelmec. Jelmec is from gold, right? Not uh, Luchi Roswald. and CP0. Roswald. Roswald. That's his name. Lucci and CP0 are arriving. Uh, Stussy is there. She's in the in the group with them. I, I, mm -hmm. She got here from Polkic Island real quick, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's in the New World. She, uh, is, she is rocking those fishnet stockings. <laughs> That's when the uh, NS Lobby recap comes in. Uh, they, the only th They're reusing animation, but they... Again, they've done this before, but they've made... Robin's hair like slightly lighter and more purple, uh, huh. which just looks really jarring to me. Interesting. Maybe they're like tracing over their old work. I mean, otherwise it looks identical to what we saw before. Mm. We're just like, eh, fix her hair. She's even got though a theme still, color. Even though it's still black in the in the modern day. Um. So we have a scene where uh, Neptune's about to kill Charlos and uh, intervene. And then Mio's guard appears, and he's he's knocking Charlos. I like how it, Charlos looks like he's getting knocked in the same way that uh, Luffy punched him. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. I like that. Uh, episode eight eighty seven: An explosive situation. Two emperors of the sea going after Luffy, and this is just Kaido and Big Mom on the phone. Uh, Big Mom's like, "Oh, Kaido, team up with me." Ooh, uh, <laughs> we have that thing from back then. Mm. Mm. Uh, then the, this this episode's recap is basically just the entire New World story from like Fishman Island to Whole Cake Island. Is this where they mention the rocks pirates? Yes, this is where yeah. the the Marines are 
chilling out in the cafeteria. They're talking about rocks. The pirate crew. I guess it's a pirate crew. They're kind of vague about everything. The, they're minerals. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the anime makes it way more explicit that, that they're talking about rocks because Big Mom and Kaido are connected to it. Um, yeah. Like yeah. In, in the manga, it was like, oh, speaking of Big Mom and Kaido, Garp, how about, how about that rocks? Um, but in the anime, the the narrator straight up is like, oh, there's a connection between Big Mom and Kaido and rocks. Mm. So that was interesting. Um, the last scene of that ep- this episode is uh, Shanks meeting the five elders. Big sh- surprise. Yeah. Would love like, to find out what big, that's about. The big shock to me when I saw that in the manga. I mean, I guess you'd sort of know that like they're recognized as being powerful, that they wouldn't like go to war with him just for showing up at uh, Marineford right? because they know he's not like going to harm them or anything. But uh, yeah, it's interesting yeah, to see they like know. they're sort of, uh, they're, they have a, they have a relationship. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, episode eight eighty eight. Sabo enraged the tragedy of the revolutionary army officer Kuma. Uh, we have some filler of Sabo sneaking around, uh, taking pictures of the place to send back to headquarters, I guess. No, I didn't remember that. Um, you have a little scene of Mancherry healing Hiroshi's wounds. There, there's a cute comment about the biggest princess in the world and the smallest princess in the world. Yep. Um, we have Queen Dowager Connie, and uh, Kuma is a slave. He's a dead. He's a brain dead slave, and the mm-hmm. celestial dragons just kind of rent him out and trade him back and forth. This episode is uh, Kuma recap, and then the. By the end, we have Connie turning into Bonnie and revealing uh, that that's a whole confusing situation. Like, what's her what's her deal? Like, yeah, how is, how I mean, is this Connie? They don't thing really work? explain it. I mean, she is the I mean, it's not really said like, is Kuma her, supposed to be her son? Like, is, is that what we're or allegedly? they were married once or Maybe. that they're or she's pretending to be someone that he's related to. But they're still at, at the very least, they're friends. Um, mm. anyway, Sabo is mad about Kuma and him and the revolutionaries are getting ready for a fight. And that's the end of uh, that episode. Uh, episode eight eighty nine. Finally, the, it uh, starts. Huh? I was to say, I thought the, I like the, the revolutionary army captains. Uh, they have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode eight eighty nine. Finally, it starts the conspiracy filled reverie, which is mostly a, like th- this, this feels very off-topic. Where the the revolutionaries are suddenly talking about how how Kuma split up the Straw Hats and all the all the things that the Straw Hats went through to get back together. So this is the the 3D2Y recap, starting with Kuma splitting up the Straw Hats and then eventually them going on their own separate journeys and then coming back together. It's like putting a big flashing neon sign saying, "This is important." <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have the kings finally sitting down for the reverie. Uh, King Hamburger is kind of leading the conversation. It kind of cycles through different kingdoms every uh, every four years. Um, there's a comment that Cobra wanted to talk to the five elders, whether we'll see that or not. Uh, who knows? There's the mysterious figure in the Chamber of Flowers where they've been cutting up the wanted posters of like Luffy and Blackbeard and Shirahoshi. Mm. Uh, and he's got Vivi's picture in his hand his or her hand and then that the final scene of this episode is emu sitting on the quote-unquote empty throne revealing that it was never empty to begin with 
Dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> who knows about this person? Who knows? Like, who knows that this person even exists? Like, and yeah. they ask uh, if Five you decided which and nobody, yeah, and which light is to be snuffed out. Interesting. Yeah, lots of uh, raises more questions. Doesn't answer any. Lots of ominous things moving, and then. The final episode in this batch is 890 Marco, the keeper of Whitebeard's last memento. This the one has have uh, landed on an island where they where Marco is. I like seeing these these like suave minks in suits uh, checking the place out. And you've got Roddy you and BB. The, have you ever seen the movie Night on the Galactic Railroad? No. Sort of an artsy movie from the early 80s. But there's this one cat, like this what the cat mink at the very beginning who looks just like a character from that from that movie. It's it it's I wanted to find a picture. Yeah, uh, Marco healing the the Sphinx, as we mentioned at the beginning of this. Uh, then the, our recap for this episode is more Marineford recap. I guess like covering the scenes that weren't in the other recap, except I think that there might be some crossover. Um, but long story short, this island that Marco is looking after now is uh, kind of Whitebeard's last memento. It was the place he was kind of funneling dirty money into on the side. And um, Marco was kind of sitting on the, on the log with cat Viper and they're chatting about Whitebeard and what he meant. And uh, Marco's crying a little bit. I like this little detail where Marco is, he's crying. He's talking about how his, how pops was, was stingy and how he wants to protect this place. And cat Viper's tail sort of shifts over to him. Like he's almost like he's offering it uh, as like a, as a comfort pillow or something. Uh, and then they start talking about Weevil, who is an interesting wrinkle in this conversation because it's like, okay, where would would Whitebeard have had a biological son? Uh, <laughs> like, would Whitebeard have sex with a woman? Hmm. <laughs> they, they aren't convinced. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I was, I was mentioning on Twitter. I was like, I think Whitebeard was probably gay. I gay like or just like, just not, not, I mean, not like um, or Ace, like kind of Luffy is, but it's it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, it, 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 would make, they, it would make sense for his character with this whole, like, he's always dreamed of having a family and he went, he just went ahead and just wrangled a bunch of children to adopt. And <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we get the, the Squardo. There's a lot of, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, also, also with the rocks thing, because Whitebeard and uh, Weevil's mom would have been on the same ship 30 to 40 years ago, which is around the rocks time frame. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's an interesting. Re- maybe, maybe they, maybe she, they were all uh, crewmates together with yeah. Kaido and Big Mom and or something or other. I don't that know. That would be quite the crew. Yeah. Um, and then Cat Viper is talking to Marco, and they're telling Marco uh, his plan with Luffy to take down Kaido, and Marco's like kind of dis- distraught to hear that, like Kaido, that guy. Uh oh. And that is the end of that episode. General thoughts, Ed. Ah, like I'm just I, I'm 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 anxious to get to Wano at this point. Like the Marco, like this, like a lot of this episode was was pretty interesting to me. Like the Marco is he's uh, learning about Whitebeard's motivations. That's mm-hmm. like that's really interesting. And but still, like over half of the episode is filler, it's not filler, but recap. And mm-hmm. I can only be so satisfied by an episode when there's only like eight minutes of content. Yeah, uh, I probably would have preferred there be like a five episodes of filler before the reverie. And then the reverie just kind of play out like a normal adaptation. Mm-hmm. 
it's just like it's it's just it just kills your enthusiasm each week to be like, okay, I've got to either I'm going to sit through stuff I've seen a billion times before or I'm going to just skip through it anyway, but I have to like figure out which parts where the recap begins and ends and um yeah. and like even even with the argument of, oh, well it's it's helping people who aren't caught up catch up, but it's like I, that's that's not why they do it though. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I think we're mostly on the same page. So, so yeah, uh, everyone's gonna want to come on the anime recap when Wano starts, and um, I say they don't. I say they don't get to come on because they didn't watch all these. Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is our uh, thing. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to have. It's um. Yeah, I'm excited for Wano. Like, uh, it looks amazing in what they've what the trailers they've released. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, are you ready to move on to the next segment? Sure am. All right, let's go. I've got a queso the munchies, and I need some piece together questions to quell that hunger. All right. Anyway, uh, we need some works. questions, comments, and theories. Um, <laughs> let's go first to Ed. What's it called? This piece. Uh, Sam, what do we have on Discord this week? Uh, we only have one small comment on Discord this week, and it comes from our good friend Joe. F yeah, I'm so glad me and Sam called Luffy yanking off this collar. What an exciting chapter. I do not know that's the direction that was going in. Um, wow, cool. Sam, you spoiled her comment before we even got here <laughs> by mentioning it <laughs> during the manga recap. Yeah, she was really proud you. about that. Yeah. Good Thank call. you, Joe. Um, so uh, we could go to emails, I guess. Um, so the yeah. first one is a tinfoil hat theory from Dark Leviathan. Um, it's pretty long, but let's go through it. Um, so last time uh, we touched on a theory, apparently, about, I don't remember, I might not have been here, about uh, Kiyoshiro uh, not being Denjiro, but instead Con- uh, Kinemon's son. Um, yeah, I do remember that one. Okay. Anyway. I know I, I, I listened to the episode. I wasn't on that one, but I listened. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, our first email comes from Ben Wild, who said, Hey, podcast, I uh, have a question for Steve. Are you ready, Steve? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm excited. So Ben uh, is making his trip to Japan at the end of July. Uh, I hope you have a, that spritzy thing that makes you uh, cooler on extremely hot days. Anyway. Uh, so he's making a trip to Japan at the end of July, and for being a fellow tall guy at six foot six, are there any <laughs> tips for comfort? Uh, anything that I should be aware of heading into all this? So I'll just say before Steve touches on this that we have two people here who are t- tall, Sam and Steve, and they're both six four. So I'll say this: How does it feel to get a question from someone two inches taller than you guys? <laughs> I'm scared. I'm very threatened. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Ben Wild is a Ben Wild man. <laughs> uh, we uh, must so protect Steve, this house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, for the most part, you're going to be fine. Uh, let me tell you this, though. Doorways. Watch out. <laughs> Especially, uh, in, not, not necessarily in hotels, but if you're going to, like, out-of-the-way places or, like, small places, like, they'll have mm-hmm. smaller doors. Like, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be harder to fit in. 
that's where you know, I bought my head pretty good at our uh, inn that we stayed at. Um, uh, when you when you ride like the subways, um, there's gonna be all those little handles that you uh, hang on to. Uh, I bought my head on those a lot, but they're plastic. They won't really hurt you. You'll just look silly. Um, Even I hit my head on those. Like mm-hmm. th- those things. Some of them are low. very low. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped counting them. Yeah. Uh, uh, other instances. If you go to tall. castles, uh, you will certainly hit your head all over the place. I think if you're anything over like five foot ten. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. No, even I was hitting my head, and I'm not anywhere close to Steve's night. Some ads on the on, on the subway trains are pretty low, so you have to watch out for those. Some banners. Uh, for the most part, though, it wasn't too bad. Then again, the initial room I was staying in in our hotel was uh, it was a cheaper room, and everything was just teenier. And uh, I remember just being really weirded out when uh, I'm pretty sure like my the 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 bed the height of the bed went up to like my shins <laughs> i'll say though in tokyo i feel like what? we walked past a lot of tall people like a lot of tall foreigners uh who were visiting so yeah, yeah. some taller yeah. than me yeah and and steve kept saying i don't feel special anymore <laughs> um, tokyo is definitely easier to get around yeah. yeah i think once you get out of tokyo if you get out of tokyo um that's where you'll probably see more of the ridiculous situations I mean, Steve definitely was bending down to get places. Like, um, yeah, I definitely noticed that a lot. It's uh, part of the Japanese plan to humiliate the gaijin. <laughs> it's it's an intricate plan. Uh, from Germany, we have a question from Theo, who said, I was watching a discussion video about uh, the Vivre cards and stated that the Vivre cards are likely just magical and can't be scientifically explained. And immediately... Uh, Theo thought that the only way Vivre cards or something similar could uh, exist hypothetically would be through, here we go, quantum entanglement or by quantum mechanics <laughs> working differently in the One Piece world. Uh, that thought is probably, to put it frankly, bullshit. But I have uh, thought a lot about that, um, a lot of the, about that with One Piece, which means that every time someone discusses something out of the One Piece world, I will always try to find a, although somewhat convoluted way, to explain it with real-world physics. I always feel very weird about it because I don't see any comments regarding those explanations, which is why I wanted to ask, does anyone on the podcast have a scientific background, and does that also happen to one of you guys? Uh, Thank you in advance for answering my question, and keep up the great work. Yes, Steve. Well, in this Want podcast, we scientific background. Yes, because in this podcast, we practice thermodynamics. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't ask me science questions. They're mystery particles. Yeah. I, I have a I have a computer science background. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> I dropped out of art school. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sam. Um, I mean, uh, Ed, Ed and I uh, have law backgrounds, which is what the opposite of science is. Um, I sell chemicals for a living. I know Alex's dad is an astrophysicist, physicist, astrophysicist. I, God, I could do better than that. astrophysicist. Um, He's got a cool accent, too. And I'm very into astronomy, so obviously with all that moon stuff, I am consistently thinking about it. Zach, <laughs> Zach you got that with moon. His moon stuff. <laughs> Zach, you got that moon stuff. Yo, can you that moon I already stuff. did. Um, oh, Sunny so, D. <laughs> what? Uh, 
No, it's Mooney D. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late to change the title? Um, yeah. Needs Big Mama. You draw, you draw the fucking picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Reddit, Stephen. All right. Um, since you guys talked about your Japan trip last week, um, we actually have some uh, questions. There aren't too many questions this week, so we'll, we'll cover last week's and this week's. So we'll begin with JetsFan051, who says, yeah, Poor, poor hey, man. O- <laughs> <laughs> hey, OPP, just curious on what nicknames Kaido and or Orochi will get from Luffy. In my opinion, he's the king of nicknames, branch, tree, hammock, cabbage, <laughs> just to name a few. Those are good nicknames. Mm. Well, he's, mm. he already knows Kaido by name. That's true. Um, horny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Luffy nickname. For Big Mom? No, for Kaido. For Kaido or Orochi. Sorry. I just I heard horny and I thought, yep, that's Big Mom. I don't know. Kaido, I mean, uh, Shogun's like that Bucky Beaver motherfucker with the big teeth. <laughs> what the... F- what the yeah. hell was that? <laughs> I didn't realize we had Jim Cornette on the podcast. <laughs> I could I could see Luffy calling him like Bug Teeth or something. Mm. Maybe. Um, Bugs, Bugs Bunny. As if that like, was a thing that existed in the One Piece world. It just looks like a square. Like that. I got nothing for this one. Yeah. Uh, Kaido's not that interesting of a design that he would um, stick out. Dragon guy. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, ATLA for life says, hope you're having a great week. Uh, what do you guys think of the theory that Denjiro is dead? I was reading some discussions on the One Piece subreddit that theorized the thing that Ashura Doji is taking Kinemon and Dogstorm to is the grave of Denjiro. It would make sense that that would, could have been why Ashura became jaded and given up, as well as answer why we have yet to meet Denjiro. I, I think this is... That. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think that that was something that uh, occurred to me at some point. Um, although I haven't thought about it a whole bunch. Um, but it, it does seem like the longer we get into this arc without seeing Dendro, if it's not going to be like a, some Kyoshiro related answer, then it, you know, it feels pretty late to be going like, hey guys, I'm Dendro. I've been hiding in the bushes over here, you know, so. <laughs> well, there's could... Kawamatsu who we haven't seen, but he's been talked about. Oh, all yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, Kawamatsu is We one know of where the, he is. Yeah. But Dendro, we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So seems like a good idea. Uh, Black Star uh, says this is a repost since I didn't get it in time b- before the last podcast. Uh, the last few chapters gave us small glimpses to Yasuie and Ton- slash Tono Yasu's past. My question for the crew is what flashback reveal are you most interested in learning about from the Wano arc? For me, I want to hear more about Kaido. For someone so powerful, why did he team up with a fool like Orochi? What was his relationship with Big Mom? There's still much we don't know about him. Thanks, crew, and keep doing what you're doing. I think it's got to do with Poneglyphs. Like that's what o- Odin's whole deal was. He was the he had the the uh, the art of engraving the the stones, right? Like there's got to be a flashback involving that. I, I I would really hope so. Um, I'll, I'll say one that. Uh, I don't know if anyone else would uh, mention. Uh, I would like to see a uh, kid and killer flashback. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That'll be good. 
Mm. I'd like to see flashbacks for most things, but not necessarily in the main plot, if that makes sense. Like, when when Oda is done and he still has way too much stuff boiling over in his head, you know, I would read a history of uh, Shushu and his journey from puppy <laughs> to old dog or whatever. It's like, like a compilation <laughs> of stories. Yeah, it's like V-Ray cards, except they are more uh, in-depth than just about flashbacks. Yeah, like, I, I, like Oda, you know, for every little tiny character, even those stupid schmucks hanging out on the sidelines here, he probably has, like, oh, and in fifth grade, he got picked on for uh, having only two horns and not four, um, or whatever, you know, just some random thing. Um, yeah, so, since Oda, you know, has just, like, a whole history... Uh, built up in his head about every little character, you know. I want to. I want it to be. Point. I want it to be a television show that it's a bunch of you know segments, and I just want it to be there to be like live action segments to break them up, and I want a host to introduce them, and I'm just trying to think who would be the best host for this show. Who's the Rod Serling of One Piece? Uh, or uh, what's his name from Star Trek: Next Generation? Oh, oh Patrick Stewart. Oh. No, no, not no. Patrick Stewart. He's uh, thinking Jonathan Frakes. I want, I want I want a Jonathan Frakes esque <laughs> guy. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a myth. It's totally we made it up. Fabricated. We made it up. <laughs> uh, it's a big big mom, uh, uh, Navy Admiral. We totally made that up. <laughs> that one was um, us. <laughs> what's next? I don't know. Steven? I I would say uh, I know that this person wasn't necessarily asking us, but uh, they did say you know what's why would Kaido team up with someone like Orochi? I feel like the answer to that you know maybe this is not the uh, exciting type of answer, but uh, I think it's because he wants uh, Kaido just wants uh, weapons that he can trade for the uh, smile fruits and and for other uh, resource uh, reasons. And Orochi is kind of like the guy who is running the show locally, so. You know, he teams up with his like partner in crime here. You're going to run the country for us while we do our operation. I think that's why. Um, moving on to Narthon says, I I just had a great nap. I dreamed I was a guest on the One Piece podcast talking about a Sanji heavy chapter. Zach even agreed with one of my points. Anyway, thank you for the show. Thank you. Yeah, that you is guys the are most very SBS question I have ever heard. <laughs> you guys are very welcome for me writing in a question. <laughs> thank you Steve. i wonder if he's is he is he thanking us for the show that he dreamed about or for the actual yeah show? because i i'm sorry i i was no i did not take part in that he's thanking us for giving him something to dream about yeah what if we're maybe, the dream maybe... right now <laughs> whoa no, this is a bad dream yeah uh elsa elsoja says uh, hey, OPP, here's a question for Steven. Has some feedback you received from listeners or from the crew changed the revised translation you do for the volumes? That's a good question. Um, I think the short answer is yes. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily from, if I would say from listeners specifically, it might have happened before. But um, I do kind of uh, skim through like, you know, just like the general sort of discussion places, uh, not on like YouTube or anything, but, you know, I, I'll skim through Reddit sometimes or uh, like chapter threads on web forums just to see uh, what people, if they have any uh, feedback about things or if there are certain points that they are confused about. 
And so sometimes that will help me realize like, oh, okay, this like this little point here was sort of ambiguous. Um, and so I'll, I'll usually when I see that, I'll go back and like put a highlight on that line. And then when I get to the uh, volume revision process, then I will be, then I'll look at it and be like, okay, let's see if there's a way I can make this a little clearer, um, that that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it does happen um, from time to time, but it's uh, it's usually pretty minor stuff. Um, and it's usually about like, oh, I didn't realize this would imply some other hypothetical situation, which is not likely to happen. But some people might, you know, think that way. And so I, I, there's a way I can fix this so that it doesn't, um, you know, trick them if they're thinking about it in this light. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of my my side of it. Um, uh, I think the biggest change I think you made, well, I think it was before the volume came out, but uh Weren't uh, Dogstorm and Cat Viper named differently in the initial translations you did? Uh, yeah, there was a different. Yeah, it was Dogstorm, right? And I didn't know if it was a um, a what do you call it? Not a pun, but a um, uh, portmanteau. Portmanteau. Thank you, Sam. Um, and uh, it turned out it was not. Um, and so I uh, I got the scoop on that, and so I, I changed it like the next chapter or something like that. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a slightly different case. Um, so we'll move on to, uh, this week's chapters, uh, about this chapter or this week's questions about this chapter. Uh, gear 56 says, uh, regarding the infamous Sanji bracelets from, from Hulkick Island, uh, this chapter made me think that maybe Oda was planning on getting Luffy to learn this new hockey in Hulkick Island, but changed his mind because he wants to do it in Wano. That's why the bracelets were made to be a non-issue out of the blue. What do you think? Hmm. I mean, who would he have learned it from? Or I mean, I, I'm a, it, it's possible that Oda had that element and then decided not to go with it. Yeah, like, it definitely but, it definitely reads like, oh, like at one point in the story, he planned on this being more important, but then decided to change priorities and or, or simplified that some, it. Something yeah, they might have just in, been too much going on yeah, go ahead. yeah so, some detail in whole cake island like it didn't work out and he was like oh wait i can't have luffy do that and so then he had to sort of change course because oh. he does you know we know that he does like a, a lot of the like chapter to chapter details are you know he makes them up when he gets to the chapter so um stuff like all right that. i gotta admit that would have been really cool <laughs> if that happened in whole cake island with sanji but it is what it is yeah. Uh, ATLA for Life says, how long do you think it will take for Luffy to make the jump in this arc to properly fight the Emperors? Even with a potential fight between Luffy and Big Mom right in our faces, there is a good portion of the fan base who still seem reluctant to the idea of Luffy taking on the Emperors. Now, granted, Big Mom is amnesiac, hungry, and without her devil fruit powers, but I still think this fight is worth taking into consideration. My main question to you guys is, do you think that when Luffy finally makes the jump to the Emperors, the fan base will buy into his progression, or will people still feel like he's not good enough or ready? It's been uh, this year, really. Like, I feel like it's been doing pretty well. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like this is, this is like, we're, we're going up the, the steps one step at a time to the point where like Luffy fighting Kaido is not like an impossible thing, but he's still probably going to need help from other people. And I'll say right now he, 
I think he's definitely in, obviously, the best position he's been in this in the series to be in that position. Yeah, uh, next I, time he yeah. fights Kaido, he won't get one-shotted. It's kind yeah. of the He'll get two-shotted. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, yeah, now I think he could probably stand his own for, you know, a couple of seconds versus zero seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. against it being kind of a group effort. I feel like... Yeah. Most of the time, most of the time, I feel like when it comes to discussions about like, especially within the genre and shonen manga and stuff like that, that it's always that the main hero has to beat the bad guy one on one. Sometimes I feel like it'd be kind of nice to be like a little like this guy is realistically we cannot fight him alone. We yeah. probably need a bit, a bit, a little bit, a little bit of help. But I, I get I was, it. I was just thinking about that doc with uh, with Dragon Ball that I don't. I'm trying to think is. Does that ever happen? And maybe at the with Vegeta at the end of the Saiyan stuff, um, but like I, no one, there's there's very rarely that moment where everyone gangs up and tries to beat the uh, the villain. Uh, the Super it, Tournament of Power kind of ended like that. Okay, there's, yeah, there's some fun team Super. Yeah, uh, but I I think team ups in Shonen is a super cool and underutilized uh, plot device. So I mm. I agree, Doc. Yeah. Um, uh, that, I think that covers our thoughts on whether it will, you know, we will buy into it or not. <laughs> ATLA for life was asking, will the fan base buy into its progression? And I mean, there's always going to be some asshole. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was going to say literally, <laughs> literally Reddit forum somewhere. any, any situation of any character hitting another character, someone <laughs> is screaming bloody murder that that's not right. The power levels aren't right. Uh, so I, I don't think you're going to get it uh, any way that it happens. It's not going to be without controversy of some kind. I will, I will say, I feel like people should not worry about what the fan base is worried about no. and worry about what you uh, enjoy from the series. Are you enjoying it? Good. Then don't worry about whatever else, what, what everyone else thinks. But yeah, they're, but Doc, they're it's all literally our job to care about what. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Why am I on here? Like, okay. I have no, my no, own yeah, things yeah. to worry about. Yeah. They're all playing their own game of fantasy football with uh, One Piece characters. Um, yeah. I don't know Black- why they booked Luffy so weak. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Black Lisa Star. This up. God. A Black Star says, I enjoyed the respect to Big Mom's emperor status by power slamming Queen to the ground. However, I've been lukewarm on her appearance in Wano. My question for the crew is, do you think anything of significance will come from her being in Wano and having amnesia? I hope we get back some, oh, excuse me. I hoping we get some backstory with her and Kaido or some yeah. new revelations. It would be disappointing to me if she doesn't enhance someone's story somehow or provide some sort of big news. Yeah, there's, there's different reason. Like, Oda wouldn't put her here. Yeah. There's definitely. Well, there's the rocks thing. Like, she has that connection with Kaido. Probably. Um, yeah. It's more and, explicit in the anime, apparently. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and, and, and the, the, the fact that she's losing her memories when like so much of her own arc was already about like memories that she's blocked out and, uh, her daughter who has memory power. Like there's obviously, that's obviously going to go somewhere. I think. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I think at this exact moment, she's clear, like her role is clearly to kind of help, you know, she like Oda maneuvered her there so that yeah. Luffy has this ability to uh, take the next step forward. But I would like to see, you know, yeah, a more sort of plot reason for for her being there. That would be cool. And I'm I'm sure there will be. 
I, I mean, like, uh, Oda, like, really went through some real gymnastics to get her here now. Like, mm -hmm. he was, he has been setting this up through, throughout, you know. So, right. why is she there now? Well, f I'm sure, I'm sure there's a good reason. I, I'm sure there is a reason that makes sense to Oda. And whether or right. not we as fans like that reason is a different answer entirely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, El Grosso says, hey, I've heard Steve say the quote, daddy, you're my daddy a few times. Do any of you know what this is from? I've tried Googling, and while I've found some interesting things, I have yet to find the quote. Uh, anyone else want to answer this before I... Isn't, uh, is that from Twin Peaks? No. It's from Venture uh, Brothers, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's from the scene. It's uh, Monarch it's, saying it. I know. Yeah, it's season one. It's uh, when they make an agreement. Apologies. <clears throat> I get choked up every time I think about it. Um, <laughs> no, it's when they agree, like Monarch takes uh, Brock and Hank captive. And uh, Hank is sitting in like the the front seat of like the Monarch's like little airplane with him and he's reading through all like the the guild rules with uh, villains and and then like monarch just plays a trick on hank it's like it's like hank it's like what if I, it's like i am your father and hank and me is like what no that's not true it's like psych psych it's like it's like you totally believe it you're like daddy you're my daddy <laughs> <laughs> so gullible yeah that's like, like um it's like the first episode right? yeah you said it was the no it's not um, oh no Feels really early on, but yeah. Well, it's season oh, one, so it's the one where they think Brock is dead. I thought, right? No, it's the testicular torsion episode. <laughs> oh God. Oh, God. oh, that's a good episode. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that makes more sense. <sighs> but Alex and I quote that at nauseum anytime the word "daddy" is said. So, and it's been said a lot lately. So. <laughs> now, I, I will say, as a, as a listener, and certainly as a contributor to this podcast, um. It is always a challenge to keep an eye on all of Steve's references and figure out what they're from. <laughs> um, so, so the, good to ask the question so we could uh, suss out the, the true explanations. Um, any other questions from Reddit? Uh, yeah, I've got two more. Uh, here's from Nivers. I don't mean to get political, but if each of these straw hats lived in Springfield during the election between Mayor Quimby and Sideshow Bob, who would vote for Quimby, who would vote for Bob, and who would not bother voting. Each of the Straw Hats would be normal citizens in Springfield and would have no personal connections to any of the Simpsons, Sideshow Bob, or Mayor Quimby. Okay, that's a really good question, even though I usually don't like well, uh, talking too much about politics on this show. Well, Luffy, and Zorro, Luffy and Zorro don't vote. That's obvious. Definitely yeah. not, yeah. Brooke votes for Bob because of the hair, and Nami <laughs> votes for Bob because of the money. <laughs> um, the rest of it wow. uh, is up to you guys. Well, um, all the uh, ace votes for Bob because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not a straw hat. Wow. But, yeah. uh, but well, yeah. who would be who would be against the killing Bart policy, but all for the killing Selma policy? <laughs> <laughs> mm, um, not Sanji. Mm -mm. Uh. No, Sanji would be aching for that upper class tax cut, though. No, he San, no, Sanji is not no, upper class. But he dresses so nice, and he's royalty. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> how expensive his lighter is? 
<laughs> Sam is absolutely right. Um, no com, no commoner could afford such a lighter. Hmm. Uh, so wait, so we got Luffy's not voting, Zoro's not voting. Who's Usopp voting for? Mm. Who's a better liar? Bob. 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 Yeah, Quimby's an awful liar. I mean, he That's does true. it, but he's just not well, good if, at it. If you were running for mayor, he'd vote for you. That's true. <laughs> I feel like if everybody ends up voting for Bob, then like Robin would commit a vote fraud and like, you know, use her hands to vote for Quimby like a hundred times or something just to balance it out. Who else are we missing here? I think that's most of it. I, I, I hate to like see my favorite protagonist vote for someone evil. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But also like everyone in Springfield is kind of just dumb founded. And, uh, to be fair, yeah. Bob would definitely do more than Quimby would. So, that I, is... I'm pretty sure Chopper and like Luffy. Well, we didn't say Luffy vote, but I'm pretty sure Chopper would be entertained by uh, Bob's antics of whether he's coming or going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the next question? All right, now we get that nonsense out of the way. Let's get a serious question. Last question on Reddit from Prince of Assassins. Hey guys, in a post on Twitter, I saw Alex said in response to a tweet by Maddie about Sanji that Sanji is a bottom. Among the straw hats, minus Chopper, who else is a bottom? Was this discussion also on a, a on a on a future Patreon video? I think it's <laughs> I think it is. That maybe we should save it for that. Um I feel oh, like ooh. it's a more appropriate venue for it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be out on Patreon at some point. I just have to edit it I mean, together because it's a long video. I mean, Usopp says he's first, but he's lying about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's move on to our favorite part of the Piece Together segment, Ed. Piece the Tweet! Time for Piece, piece the tweet. tweet. Yeah, Ed. Yeah. What do we got? All right, Piece the Tweet time. First one comes from Daniel Bennard, who says... Um, I'm heading to Japan in July. What? Oh, I'm. That was six days. No, ago. no. That's... You want to read the one right after that. I, I, that's that's the one you want to start with. I believe I asked this one last no, week. No, well. you know I don't care if you asked it last week. Right. I think we have a new crew here. You should definitely ask. All right, all right. That. Uh, and dude's not here this week, so this yeah, one comes perfect. from dude. Yeah. He says, if Basil Hawkins shits his pants, can he make it so that he shits in someone else's pants? Yes. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> See, I'm saying no. He can't. Because it has to be... He could make someone... He could make it happen. I'm trying to remember how... I'm trying to remember how the power... Kim Hamilton shit in his pants? (laughs) Sorry, you made room where it happened. I just thought... uh, I think my my response to this was that Basil Hawkins went to Hogwarts. Yes. Um, He's like, this place is amazing. (laughs) All right, what's okay. next? All right, uh, Romeo Blues says, Caribou seems like he is genuine in trying to help the Straw Hats after today's chapter. From a narrative perspective, do you expect him to be allied with the Straw Hats until the end of Wano, or will he disappear the second they are out of prison? Well, I mean, that's not that's just not how Oda does things. Like, he's going to be involved. Like, he's probably going to do something sneaky and, like, stupid and make me laugh towards the end of the arc. 
Yeah, wasn't the point that he wanted a ride back? Like he needed he needs a ship ride. He needs to get off the island. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do Plot not twist, want he that. doesn't have anywhere to go. And he has to stay. <laughs> yeah, I do not want that ship. creep on the boat again. Jeez. Unless you put him in a barrel. What, what if he pulled through? What if what if by the end of Wano, you're like, you know, that caribou he's a, guy. You're not going to convince us, Sam. No, he's a creep. <laughs> no, Frankie just sneaks up behind him like you did in the ship before and puts him in a barrel. I, that's one of my favorite jokes, I think, from Fishman Island. Is oh, Frankie sneaks, Frankie what, sneaking if, up yeah. on what if what if Frankie puts him in a barrel and then like they keep him there and then they just toss him overboard like the like the offerings uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Thriller Mark? Yeah, that's uh, caribou's just stuck in a barrel in the middle or, of the ocean. Or what if that's the start of caribou's story? <laughs> Shows up on a boat. Ah! <laughs> After 10,000 years, I am free. <laughs> Are we back to JoJo here again? Um, oh, my God. Power Zach, Rangers. Zach, Zach, Rangers. sit down. Zach, sit down. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't have a some... childhood, Steve. <laughs> Uh, next one comes from Angel Grady Nine, who says uh, Kaido's forces are starting to look overmatched with Queen defeated. What better way to even the odds than to have Big Mom recover her memory during the big battle and have her crew aid Kaido? I mean, although I'm there's a little more, but I just think like based on her discussion with Kaido, I don't think that's going to happen. Like yeah, before she lost they, her memory, like <laughs> if her, her, her Kaido. yeah, two emperors joining forces versus the samurai ninja pirate mink alliance. Like I don't think Big Mom like she doesn't like either of these guys. Like, no. I think, uh, I mean, she was more cordial with Kaido. Just like, stay out of my way. I know she hates Luffy, but like, she's yeah, still- she, she was suggesting a team up with Kaido and Kaido's like, nah, no, thank you. Yeah. Or, I, it was mostly, I think she just wanted to go after him and Kaido not interfere. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. And finally, last one. Um, since doctor is finally back, this is from ice rider 50. <laughs> It says, I can ask again on what entrance theme will each of the Straw Hats or other people in the story have? Entrance themes. So, like, sure, is, is, is he talking about, like, the current WWE themes or, like... <sighs> it's not... I don't know. Does um does he, like, listen to your other show? Uh, it's a Tune Suite over at TuneSuite.me. Um, <laughs> let's see. Jeez, uh, there's, there's, there's too many songs. That's a problem. I don't know who, who what would even Luffy come out to. Like trying to think, and we just gonna rule out like actual songs. Yeah, he can watch Kyrie Sane's theme, of course, the pirate theme. Oh yeah, the pirate mm-hmm. thing. There you go, boom. Yeah. Let's see. Who who would have Oscar's theme? Uh, the future. Yeah, I am the future. Uh, has lyrics now? Yeah, yeah, it was was yeah, I don't think it did. Anyway, it did. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the kind of quality this, this you get is, on our show. Yeah, check out Tune Sweet. This is exactly what you're getting. Um, <laughs> a two-bit King Crimson ripoff. <laughs> Pretty much, that's exactly what it is. Um, can't think of money, unfortunately. Um, um, let's see. Who would come out with to the DX theme? Uh, law probably. Kid... <laughs> nah, he's too. Kid, yeah, kid is. Oh, right. I think maybe kids crew. I could say that. Yeah. Uh, uh I mean, the straw hat crew is kind of like the um. Well, I don't know who would be the the new who would have the new world order theme. Wouldn't it be like the Do Flamingo family? 
because they have like they're all old guys pretty much <laughs> I can just go with that um yeah um, Doflamingo just playing the air guitar uh would Captain Kuro come out to the Brian Kendricks theme <laughs> I'm a man with a plan <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh let's see and you caught me on a bad day for this question, man. <laughs> mm. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of a lot of wrestling themes tend to be very, you know, protagonist centric. Yeah, it's hard, so. it's hard to be like, even if like you had badass themes, they did like you don't really have that many that I could work with. Um, Big Mom comes out to at least Evans theme. <laughs> uh, no. She, <laughs> So, so someone in the in the uh, the Charlotte family comes out the Brodus Clay's theme. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's the last one. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm back, comes, guys. <laughs> Zach Zach zoned out completely. <laughs> Zach's like, oh, they're not even talking about the moon. Uh. <laughs> no, it's fine. It helps me think about what to do for trivia, which we'll do in a minute. Let's round off. This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 575 for June 23rd. Thank you all for coming on this week's episode. Remember, next week, we're going to do a special flashback manga recap with Grant. Uh, we're also going to talk with him about uh, his progress through One Piece so far. Uh, if you do not follow him on Twitter, uh, it's Grant the Thief um, on Twitter. So, yeah, follow his adventure as he's, he's currently an impel down. Uh, please do not spoil him. That is what uncool people do. Um, and before we get into trivia in a minute, let's go around the horn and let people know where they could find you. Doc, where could people follow you? Oh, Jesus. Uh, all right. So you can follow me on Twitter. I'll be at back in S- 10 minutes. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be just like the music uh, us going over the wrestling <laughs> themes. Um, I'm, uh, follow me on Twitter at SSAA Podcast. I run the Ask Backwards Enemy Podcast, Best Kept Secret on the Internet. You can, new episode is out now. Uh uh, obviously, I've I've been very busy because I have like three other shows. So I have just a Gintama podcast over at GintamaPodcast.com. We're going to be covering the last chapter of the Gintama manga soon enough. We still have stuff to record um, before that. Uh, we have One Podcast Prevails, which is a, a case closer. Most most people know it as Detective Conan podcast over at OnePodcastPrevails.com. We're going through the entire manga case by case. We're in like volume 18 of the Viz manga right now. Um, that's fun. How I've many mentioned are they up to now in Japan? Six. Oh, in Japan? 90. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many is Viz up to? 60. <laughs> 70 in? Uh, they, pronounce, they pronounce numbers really weirdly in Ohio. When I don't have my materials, <laughs> I I need my tools. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, besides ahead. that, I'm, I mentioned uh, Tune Suite earlier over at TuneSuite.me. It's is a wrestling podcast uh, talking about the music of professional wrestling. I uh, run the show with uh, Steve here. We new episode has just been recorded. <laughs> I'm actually going to be editing it uh, as we speak, uh, and hopefully will be out later in the week. 
And uh, to think that is it. Oh, yeah, uh, my Patreon, patreon.com slash SSAA network, or you can go to SSAA network.com just to go straight to the Patreon. Uh, new project I'm actually going to be doing, uh, just announced like today, actually, as of this recording, is the Poltergeist Report, which is me going through uh, Wait, the did entire you do a Colbert Report thing. I didn't yes, I did. That's like such that. a good title. That's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we are going to be going through the entire Yu Yu Hakusho wait, wait, anime. Wait. Shouldn't yeah. it be the Poltergeist report? I, I said Poltergeist report. All right, all right. Report. I, uh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, Poltergeist. Uh, so um, going it's through that. It's Poltergeist report, right? It's still so it's plug the damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's on my Patreon. Uh, it, first episode is up for free. You guys can listen to it. The entire uh, run of the. Uh, of the podcast is going to be just like a dollar on our Patreon. So if you're gonna, if you guys want to listen to that, I know I'm going to have a couple of these people on here, probably on guests on future episodes. So uh, we're going to be releasing them bi-weekly. So you can, yeah, get in, get in while, while while you can for that. So it'd be fun. Thanks, Doc. Good to have you back. Hopefully, we can have you back on soon. Um, yeah, Sam. Yeah, they can find me on Twitter at Lucky Chainsaw. They can find me on AnimeNewsNetwork.com doing the daily streaming reviews for One Piece, Black Clover, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. And they can find me on the One Piece podcast every week doing the anime recaps. And uh, Stephen? Uh, you may follow me on Twitter at Translatosaurus. And you can follow my work week to week uh, translating One Piece and Samurai 8 for Shonen Jump. At both uh, viz.com slash shonen jump and manga plus statuation.co.jp. Um, and I do want to give this moment to shout out to Steven. Um, we were, every time we saw any English volume like displayed at a Moogie Warrior store, we're like, that's Steven's work. Or, um, or just, oh, you know, whoever we could. Exactly we were like that, too. Yeah, it's, our, it's our special little guy, Steven. <laughs> Look, um, just because you guys are tall does not mean that I'm not also tall. How tall are you, Stephen? <laughs> about tall. six foot. Okay. I am. God, I feel very short right now. Uh, of Shut the people up. here. <laughs> like 5'9", like I'm like, whatever. I'm yeah, average you, size, I guess. Yeah, you and I are close. Um, yeah. Anyway, Shut Steve. <laughs> Steve. You can find me and my tall self on Twitter and Instagram. Steve Yurko is the username. Uh, listen to me, of course, on Toon Sweet, the podcast I do with uh, Doctor here. It's great. Uh, also listen to me on The Deep End, the uh, Adult Swim podcast I do with Matt J. And you can find me at Anime Expo in the Artist Alley um, in Los Angeles, July 4th weekend. Check me out there. That's in two weeks from this recording. Don't um, remind me. Ed. <laughs> uh, well, the people can find me at Weeb Trailers on Twitter. Um, that's a my my old anime trailer uh, site. You can see um, I'm gonna put up the trailer for In This Corner of the World coming up this week. That's a good movie. Everyone should see that. Anyway, uh, Zach, you are Zach underscore Logan on Twitter. I am Edward E One Piece. Podcast can be found at onepiecepodcast.com, twitter.com, youtube.com, and facebook.com slash one piece podcast. One piece podcast at gmail.com is our email address. One piece podcast is the Skype name. Support us, patreon.com slash one piece podcast. Can subscribe on SoundCloud, subscribe on um, was Google, Google Play and Spotify, and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or call us on our phone number, Zach. And that phone number is 347-497-MAJI. Maji. That phone number again is 347-497-6254. Call anytime.
anytime. With your questions, comments, uh, slam, bam. Thank you, Mom. We're done with this episode of the One Piece podcast. Uh, before we do some trivia and round off, I do want to remind people that they could follow us on um, Patreon at patreon.com slash One Piece podcast. Again, we will be posting OPP10 content uh, for the foreseeable future. There's a lot of it. Um, so that's all exclusive on Patreon. Uh, we're going to be posting all of our 3,200 photos on there. You heard me right. I take too many photos. Uh, we also have uh, stuff right stuff that's available right now. Tokyo, Tokyo Tower, uh, Nara, Osaka, and Takayama, which would be, I'm not kidding, if Luffy could go anywhere in Japan, it would be there because the beef is freaking unbelievable. Um so you can check that all out. But first, before we finish, uh, we're going to do a little bit of trivia. And Doc, this is your first time joining us for this segment. Oh, um, God. <laughs> today, I'm going to do something a little bit different, since, especially since Doc is on. Um, I'm holding in my hands uh, whatever cards I have from my Vivre card book. Please do not huh. pick up your own because then you would be cheating. Your um, pirate info cards. Ah, my pirate yeah. info cards, yes. Um, what the heck the, are those? <laughs> uh, the One Piece pirates are back in Fever Card form. Um, so oh, I love that Thin Lizzy song. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go around the horn in the same order we did uh, this week's chapter. So that will be Ed, Steve, Stephen, Sam, and Doc. Um, and the first one to get to, let's say, five points will be our winner. Uh, if you cannot get it. Uh, within the allotted time, um, or if you get it wrong, other people will have a chance to steal in the order that I just mentioned. So you guys got the rules? Um, actually, no, nope. you don't got the rules, because <laughs> this is how we're going to do it. You guys are going to pick a number, and I'm going to give you, from whatever's closest to that number or the actual number you choose, I will give you a trivia uh, question about that character taken from the Vivre card. Sounds pretty okay. easy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, as you guys know, earlier numbers are Straw Hat characters. Um, so, if you guys pick an earlier number, I will probably ask you a harder question. Um, so, again, the order is Ed, Steve, Stephen, Sam, and Doctor. So, it's crazy Ed. when I was putting away uh, my favorite yeah, cards, yeah, I yeah. thought, like, we could do some sort of trivia thing where we just have to, like, I almost thought, like... Uh, give a random number, then you have to guess who it is. <laughs> I was but, thinking uh, about doing that, and I'm like, why would I do that? Uh, cool. <laughs> it's, it's just All a right. mean thing to do. Uh, so, Ed, pick a number. One Two. to 1,000. Two. Um, he knows who that is. He knows exactly who <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, it's Zoro You know what? <laughs> I will ask you about Zoro Juro. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see how much uh, Japanese I am able to read here. Oh God, um, no! <laughs> oh God, no! Um. Okay. So, uh, on. Okay, how many? How many <laughs> centimeters is Zoro Juro? Oh, okay. Uh, because that hundred eighty-five. Oh. No, that's not correct. Uh, chance to steal. Uh, Steve, you get the first chance if you'd like to take it. Uh, 192. Steven? Um, 
170. Sam? 180. Doctor? One dollar. No. <laughs> Sam, you're going to oh. kick yourself. 181 is the correct answer. Oh. Um, okay. Steve. That means I win, right? No. <laughs> Steve. I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> I, might, I might choose to First, be nicer. Yeah. That's, I picked time. a harder one because it is uh, Zoro. Anyway, uh, Steve. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. Let's go between one and one thousand, right? Uh, let's go with two ninety-two. Okay, making me go through this book a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, work. <laughs> dance, work, monkey, man. dance. <laughs> Give me a minute here. Give me a minute, guys. Okay, I'm gonna do the one closest to that, which is two seventy. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you some facts about this character, and let's see if you are able to guess it given these facts. This man is 72 years old. He's 666 centimeters. He is um, born on April 6th. His blood type is F. Um, Again, he is 666 centimeters to Luffy's 174 centimeters. Um, Uh, Can you say that one more time? 666 oh, centimeters. 666, the devil. Uh, <laughs> and, what's, what's, and what's Luffy's? 174. I want to give you... The, the height is important here. Um, and uh, on the back, we have uh, a gallery shows him with his uh, facial hair and um, actual hair oh. in the same style. It's... It's it's old uh, Edward Newgate. Yeah, good job. Okay. There you go. That was the last hint I was going to be giving you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen, pick a number. Um, uh, let's see, like 567. You got suck. Uh, 567. Uh, let's see who we got. I'd have to switch to the second book for that one. Yeah, how do you uh, divide Europe? I, 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 your uh, it's around sub- it's, 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 I'm just trying to make it equal numbers, so it's like divided around Sabati right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have everything. I have most of them, but not all of them. Oh, but I, I also have like time skip straw hat designs and the Sunny in the second binder with the newer post time skip. Do you have Do you have Jimbei in the first book or the second book? He's not a. a uh, I think I have him in the first book. Okay. Okay, so let's do the question. Five seventy one is the closest to that. Um, this character has both a before and after picture where he has put on a, quite a bit of weight. Um, I will give you three additional hints. Uh, his birthday, August 28th. His age, 35. His height, 309 centimeters. Um, and on the back is a picture. Uh, this is the last hint I'm going to give you. Is a picture of him as a child. And he has a flaming baton. How cute. And is wearing a little, uh, what the hell do you call that? Like uh, the Hawaiian dressy thing? I don't know what that's. A lei? A lei, I guess. What he's wearing. No, no, not that. The, no, the, the grass skirt. skirt. Yeah, the grass skirt. <laughs> um, oh, man. If you need one more hint, I could give it to you, but give, give it um, a We'll just take you a minute. Let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know. A rouge? No. Yeah. It's put on quite a bit of uh, we didn't we didn't get to guess that time oh yeah sorry 
<laughs> That's my fault. Sam. Pick a number? Yeah, I'm going to give you a point for that other one because you were one centimeter off, and now I feel like a dick. Go ahead, Sam. Pick one. Uh, 300. 300. Let's see what we got here. This man lives in Sparta. So I'm going to give you 338 for this. Um, okay. I happen to be... Okay, I can't give you... Uh, he shares his card with his trusty steed, 337. Um, he is 63 years old. He's 118 centimeters. Remember, Luffy is 174 for those not custom accustomed to the metric system. And this guy and is 180, you said? He's 118. Or um, and his birthday, is, his birthday, I believe, is October 2nd. He so he's short trusty steed. He is short he's short and he has a trusty steed. Oh, okay. His Shoot. blood type uh, is F. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. F you say? <laughs> um, there is Gone a drawing. Fall would not be that short. No, no, no. There's a, no. there's a drawing of his trusty steed on the back, uh, back, like a sketch, like when he was, when Oda was trying to figure it out. And uh, his his head looks like uh, it looks pretty unusual. I'll put it that way. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't think I've got okay. this. Uh, Doc, mm -hmm. do you want to give this one a shot? Uh, shoot. I feel, I feel like I can see him, but I don't remember his name. Mm. Ed, do you want to give it a shot? It's Tungent. Yeah. Ed oh. Mm. Good job. Doc. I'm trying to think uh, of who would be that it. short and old. Yeah, yeah, I can think mm. of them. Yeah. Uh, Doc. Um, oh, uh, 227. 227. Does that mm -hmm. hold some sort of significance? <laughs> no. It's an urban sitcom from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. 224 is the closest. <laughs> um, so uh, March 3rd is her birthday. She is 34, 181 centimeters. Um. And uh, this is this is the biggest thing I could give. On the back is a picture of her with a bunch of caged birds. Oh, um, oh God! How did I brain fart in this? Uh, fuck! I'm gonna be pretty impressed if you do know this. I think. Uh, shit! I'll give you three seconds here. What were some of the facts again? I'll, I'll repeat it after Doc. Fuck, I don't, I don't know how to... All right, so um, Ed has a chance to steal. Do you want me to repeat? Please. Uh, March 3rd is her birthday. 34 years old is her age. She's 181 centimeters to Luffy's 174 centimeters, so pretty close. Um, and on the back is a picture of her as a little kid holding a little bird, and the rest of the birds are in a, ca in a few cages. She has two cages. Oh, she has birds and... I think those are insects. Hina? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, oh, I knew it. Cage is I knew it. That, yeah, that's exactly cage. why. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Ed, is, so Ed is currently winning two to one to zero to one to zero. And um, I really like her, too. I feel so bad. She hasn't been around much. She hasn't been around much, yeah. That's it, it, yeah. reasonable to forget her name. You know, upset. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, Ed, pick a number. Uh, 600. All right, let's see what we got here. Hey, yeah, no, I have 600. Okay. Oh, Ed, you love this category. This, you love this character. Okay. Um, that's a big hint right there. Um, 
How do I give hints as to this guy without giving him away? He only appears in the Marineford arc. Uh, he is 228 centimeters. 52 is his age. He was born on September 6th. Um, and again, Ed, you you were... I don't know if a fan of this character, but... Um, I think I can guess him already. You have a connection to this guy. I can guess him already, I think. Yes. What is George what is W. Squardo? Yeah. Good job. <laughs> good, good, good one there, Ed. That, his name is 600. George W.? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, that's the voice I gave him. Uh, oh. Squard. Squard is his name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve, you want to pick a number? Uh, 300. 300. By the way, Ed is only two away from securing this game. I thought we already did 300. Because yeah. I made the Sparta joke. Oh. Did we do 300? 300 was I did. I mean, I, I, could I do chose the... I'll do the one after 300, 342. Let's do, let's do him. And I'll say, Steve, you're fond of this character. Uh, he was born on April 4th. He is 38 years old somehow. Uh, he is 180 centimeters to Luffy's 174 centimeters, which kind of surprises me. Um, he, um, he is the star of a particular arc. And on the back are some sketches of him and including one of his attacks, which include repetitious faces of his. Okay. Uh, you said he's 38 years old. Yes. Is it Enaru? No. Damn. Hold on. Steven, you want to guess? I know who it is. Foxy. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Like Foxy's only 38. Like, yeah. That's why I said somehow. Wow. Yeah, I, I, that, was, that was the big hint there. Um, I just watched Steven. The Adventure of Nebulandia this weekend, and uh, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Uh, three, oh wait, you're, yeah, that was the, that was, the highest that was after between That was between 338 and 342. Yeah, um, let's say like one, 150. 150, yeah. There's definitely more earlier on, so if you Yeah, can. yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you 154. Also, the villain of a specific arc. He is eight foot nine, somehow twenty nine years old, and two hundred seven centimeters. Um, on the back. Wait, eight eight foot nine and two hundred. Not eight foot nine, 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 not eight foot nine. His birthday was August 9th. I'm, okay. Sorry, I'm doing this from the Japanese. So. <laughs> um, he has since appeared. Is that true? He's since appeared in the Reverie arc and the Whole Cake Island arc. I don't. I wouldn't. I would take that with some. Great it might have been during those chapters, but not at whole. Yeah, cake. I don't know how it's how it's determining the whole Cake Island one. Um, I also sorry, don't know I, who we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, he has been a king not once but twice. That's my last hint. Hmm. Uh, is this Wapple? Yep. Nice. Sam, you're next. Pick a number. 450. I just really like these high numbers here. 450. Let's see. Um, I'm going to give you number 447. This one's a hard one. I'll try and give you a decent amount of them. Uh, he was born on November 11th, 1111. Uh, he is 42 years old, which I think makes perfect sense. He's 503 centimeters to Luffy's 174. Um... On the back is a picture of him stealing a bunch of food, which doesn't really help at all. Um, he, uh, there's a, a lot of scenes of him in Marineford on the back, 
but he apparently appears in the following arcs, and even though I do not remember him from some of these, Skypea, Water 7, Impel Down, and Marineford. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to differentiate him here, but not completely give it away. He has a very particular haircut, um, but so does everyone in One Piece. If you want to give it a guess, Sam. Can you repeat the arcs one. that you, you said he was yeah, in? Yeah, I would take it with a grain of salt, though. They say Skypea, Water 7, um, Impel Down, and Marineford, but he is he is a Marineford character. All the scenes are in Marineford on the back. He's got a particular haircut. Yeah, I'll give you this hint. There are three patches of hair at the top as it, when he was a little kid. Jozu? Yeah. Wow, nice. That was, that was very impressive. I definitely would not have gotten that. Uh, doctor, pick a number. Uh, 619. Booyaka. Six, 619. Booyaka. Yeah. It's all the way in the back of this book for me. <laughs> I know you're enjoying. Six one nine. Okay, so I'm gonna give you six two seven. Oh, okay. when you first started in this podcast, he was a favorite one to not make fun of, but to be like, "Why is this guy here?" Um, his birthday hmm. is February twelfth. Um, he is seventy two years old, thirty eight hundred centimeters. Um. Nice. His blood type is F. That doesn't help. Um, nope. And again, since uh, if you didn't get the hint that when you first started in the show, he was a, a big character. He is in Marineford. Again, 3,800 centimeters. It's supposed to Luffy's one. 174. 38 meters tall. 38 meters. Wait, like, like really big? Oh. Yeah, it's it's really big, oh, but not uh, really big, but really big, significantly yeah. bigger than Whitebeard, who I don't remember. Quite <laughs> yeah, oh, it's um, it's the um, yeah, I forget his okay. name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the one where I was like, why is this have a backstory? I think that was yeah, it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah, that was it. Um, <laughs> I forgot his name. It's funny because oh you God. know all of these people, but you are forgetting the name. Edgy, oh my god. First scene and uh, he, he was out. Oh. <laughs> do you, Ed, do you want me to repeat it for you? If you're back, you're on mute right now, Ed. <laughs> it says back. I, yes, yeah. I am before fits. Yes. No. I, yeah, I was I was yeah, getting my dinner. Yeah, do you want it, do you want me to repeat this? Sure. Um he is uh pr- he was uh, a character we made no number Greenford. Uh, his number is 627, February 12th is his birthday. He's 72 years old and 3,800 centimeters or 38 meters. What type F? What is his name? Um, oh, uh, John Giant? Uh, no. That's a good yes. guess, though. God, give this to me. Steve. Little Ors Jr. Oh, yep, yeah. Steve. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was All right, Ed, that. pick a number, Ed. Sure. Um, give me about three fifty. Huh. Three fifty. Um. All right. Let's see who we got for three fifty. Um. Okay. I'm gonna give you three fifty-seven here. 
Big character here. He was born on September 21st. He's 49 years old, which I'm kind of surprised about for the opposite reason. I'm usually surprised. Uh, 298 centimeters blood type F. He has appeared in the Water 7 arc, plus Impel Down and Marineford. And uh, I guess that's supposed to be the after Marineford arc. I don't know. It's hard for me to read Japanese. Uh, the picture of him as a little kid includes him looking snarkly with his sunglasses on his head and holding a glass of, I'm going to assume, sake, even though he's way too young for it. Uh, an umbrella and one of those sacks that people who don't have a lot of money carry. Uh, again, he's 298 centimeters to Luffy's 174. Who is this man? Oh. Um. Huh. Um. Um. Uh. It's hard. Um, God, uh, I don't know. Uh, Joe Flamingo. Steve. Uh, may I ask for the facts again? Right. Oh, I know who it is. September 21st is the birthday. 49 years old. 298 centimeters. Blood type F. Is everyone blood type F here? Um, <laughs> give me your effing blood. Uh, the picture of him on the back includes... Uh, he looks angry and but he and has his sunglasses perched into his hair um he is holding a bottle of sake even though he's definitely too young for it and an umbrella and one of those wrap sack things oh sacks. uh it's uh kuzan yeah okay. steve is now tied with ed um steve it's your turn you could get the lead right here 13 Ooh, 13 all right, so since it is an earlier number and you probably already know who it is, um, I'm going to have to give you different uh, questions about this specific person. Um, hmm. So, okay, let's see what we got here. Um... Problem is I can't read Japanese, and I think we've determined that this is a problem. Is Vivi taller or shorter than Luffy? Ooh. Hmm. And if so, significantly shorter or significantly what the, taller, whoa, 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 or just whoa, a whoa. little bit shorter or a little bit taller? Uh, I'd say she's taller. You're already a little correct. Bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Steven? Uh, slightly shorter. Correct. Now, for... I don't even know what that was about. I just heard Steve's answer <laughs> out of the options. All right. Can you tell... I'll give you an extra point if you could tell me within two centimeters how much shorter Vivi is than Luffy. Um... Much shorter. Uh, let's say like six centimeters. She's five centimeters. Oh. So Steven is now one point ahead. And Steven, it's your turn. Uh, 72. Okay. Oh, I love this. Okay. This character was born on September 12th. One of a duo. He's 25 and 186 centimeters. And guess what his blood type mm -hmm. is? It's F. God, where are all <laughs> these guys during Fishman Island? <laughs> <laughs> was Jimbe just like, no one? 
Mountain Peak? All right. Um, I'll give you a hint. He has a tattoo on his face. He has a what? Tattoo on his face. Uh, you have uh, to guess which one it is. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, this one was Johnny, right? Yep, you win. Yeah. yeah. Come from oh. behind there, Steven. Yeah, good job. That's good job, I owe Steven. you so much Taiyaki. I think that's like the eighth piece of Taiyaki I owe you. Uh, hey, Zach, uh, yes. I'm kind of hungry for Taiyaki again, so can I cash in my... Uh... You already did. <laughs> you did. No, no, no. Uh, I got two. Greed on camera. Cash no, the on the camera, bank. I said, "Is this does this count for all the Taiyaki I owe you? And you said, yes, this is plenty of Taiyaki. Uh, I, I think I misheard you. I think it's like, is this good for now? And I said, yes, because two <laughs> is, is, is plenty for one sitting. Okay, uh, uh, so that'll do it for trivia. Congratulations, Steven. Very close game this week. Um, we'll, we'll do this again maybe next week. This was a lot of fun. Uh, so that's going to do it for the One Piece podcast. We'll be back uh, next week with our recap of chapter 947 and also our chapter of 544 with Grant. We'll see you then, everyone. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Give me your Shiriko, you big dumb lizard. Hey, hey, as a translatosaurus, that is very <laughs> offensive. <laughs> <laughs>